And we're back. <laughs> I don't drink coffee podcast. Uh, Lucas Johnson, your favorite host. Ben Klein, you're probably the only other choice you have. Uh, co-host. Ben, ben Klein, how long? Forever. I'll be 32 in just a few That's days. A oh, okay. lie. It's a damn lie. Okay. <laughs> we, our guest today is Donald Short. I know it's Donnie Short. Uh, can I call you Don for short? You can call me Dr. Don if you want to. Oh, God, don't get him started with that. Have you heard that joke before? <laughs> I'm hey, sure a million Dr. times. Dr. Don O. Supreme, all the young girls dream. It's East okay. side baby maker, west side job maker, south side money maker. Yeah, that was what he was going through whenever he came up earlier. <laughs> okay. that, that deal. Yeah, sorry to interrupt. I mean, and and you also no, have... No, you didn't interrupt. You have, also have Dr. Don's... What is it? What oil is it or whatever? Dr. Don's what? Oil or something like that, root oil or what do you call oh, it? Oh no, Peter Sillin. Peter Sillin, yeah. Yeah, shot of yeah. Doctor Don's Peter Sillin make you feel like a million dollars. <laughs> I get that shit all the time. Too. Have you had it? <laughs> no, he hasn't. No, he's all talk. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. Doctor anyway, Doctor Don is in the house. Definitely, <laughs> definitely in full effect. Um, okay, Donnie. Um. We were wanting to start from the beginning so we can let people get to know you because they already know us. Thank you for being here, by the way. Yeah, right we appreciate right it. Um, you are from McAllister, born and bred, right? Well, I wasn't born here. Where was you born at? I was born in Independence, Missouri, Jackson County. I didn't know that. 9.54 p.m. 9.54. I got all that memorized in case some Mexican tries to steal my identity. Oh, yeah. That way I know exactly where I'm at and what time it happened. Well, uh, <laughs> okay. Okay. Well, it's it's good to be prepared. Yes. I don't blame you. Yes. I agree. So, uh, you got, uh, your family all lives here though, right? Uh, basically, yeah. Now you have a sister that lives somewhere else though. Phoenix. 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 Yeah, yeah. It's mm-hmm. cool. I've got a friend that lives there. In Phoenix? Mm-hmm. Who? Nearby Phoenix, I believe. Who's this? Uh, James Jones, the James. PE coach. I don't know this guy. James Jones. I know you don't know him. It sounds like a football player. It's a guy I race with. Oh, I think he's making it up, probably. Oh, yeah, and that makeshift race car you got right here? Shout out to James Jones. Oh, and and to Dad's Root Beer, since you turned the label around there where everybody could see it. Did I? Yeah, you did. I thought that was like a product placement or something. He's hitting it hard. I I need some of this. And and special thanks to Bud Light out there. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) Okay, now, you're from McAllister. Um... You are married, and you have how many kids you got? Two boys. Two boys. Stepdaughter. Now, I have met one of your sons. Mm-hmm. Works in the oil field. Peterhead. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I can't even Jeff is his name. That's correct. Yeah. My problem, child. Now, does uh, I've noticed that uh, guys at work even call him Peterhead. Do, you, do they just do that because you do it? I, I've been kind of led them on. Oh, okay. <laughs> Okay. Rick said, I ain't, I ain't calling him that. I'm not going to call him that either. <laughs> you know, I, ah, shit. He'll know where it comes from. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, I know you always call him that, but I never I never call him that. Mm-hmm. I don't say, I just text him and tell him stuff. So Yeah. I but, kind of uh, own him in a way. Right. Or I did at one time. Well, okay. <laughs> uh, um, now, just to, I'm just trying to get uh, it established that you're from McAllister area. You went to high school here, right? Yep, graduated in 1984. 84? 
I forget sometimes. You're young. You look young for uh, your age. 56. Me. Next year, I'll be 58. Oh, okay. You going to skip 57 altogether? November, I'll be 57. Oh, okay, okay. But next year, I'll be 58. That's true. You're not wrong, I guess. I didn't think about that one. I never, I've never heard anyone <laughs> say that before. It, it threw me off, too. Okay. We're skipping. I'm just seeing if y'all's paying attention. Now. We are. I'm trying to. I was trying to figure that out. It was like a math problem in my head. I was like, man, I'm going to. It'll take me all, now, all podcast long to figure that one out. <laughs> well, I have to admit now, if I'm if I'm being honest, the very first time I met you. How did you guys meet? We worked together. Okay. Now, when I, the very first time I ever met Donnie was he had a really long mustache mm-hmm. and a long goatee that kind of looked like Colonel Sanders. But <laughs> I his, was referred to that at, to me, by though, my ex-son-in-law. Anyway. When your hair, though, is, is long. So you almost look like General Custer to me whenever right? I first saw you. You never knew who I, you never know who I might be. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, just just so you know. I mean, crazy hair don't care. Now is that why you cut it off when you were called Yeah, you did uh, trim no, it all up. No, I, I just got tired of it getting uh, in my mouth. Uh, I mean yeah. I ain't got much there to, to, to really but yeah, I got tired of it. It it was ugly. I mean, oh, it was cool. He, he hasn't really re- met the real me yet. Oh. I'm kind of an impersonator. Really? Uh, yeah, right now I'm just going through stages of life. I'm <laughs> oh. 56. Next year I'll be 58. Right. That's interesting. Are we going to meet the the real you tonight? Uh, Am I going to get to know the real you tonight? <laughs> I don't know. This is the first time I met you, so it's I don't know if I can really... Yeah, I've been whittling away this personality for a long time now. Yeah, but you know, it's really cut in line here. Yeah, but people, I they warm up to me real quick. Oh well, I have that effect on people. You want me to comment on that? Or you just want me to let that go? <laughs> we can let it go. I, 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 I'm glad you said that because I didn't. You know, being a first time, I didn't want to hurt your feelings. Right, it's hard to hurt my feelings. It really it, is. It looks like you got them on your sleeve. I don't know. Yeah. I think I could. <laughs> Okay, let's get back to task real quick because I'm very okay. excited about hearing yeah. this story. Because, okay, I don't want to, I'm not going to try to tell it for you, but I do want to say because people have seen me on here and they're going to wonder how we, you know, ended up right. having you on to. here or whatever. But well, one day we were talking and I'd been there probably a couple of weeks at work and uh, we were talking about the fact that I'd had weight loss surgery. And I, and you said, What are you weighing right now? I said, I ah, about 235 pounds. And he goes, now, in passing, like nothing, he goes, yeah, that's about what I weigh when I got out of prison. And he didn't say anything else. He said nothing else. <laughs> and he basically walked away, right? So I thought he was kidding. And so I thought, oh, you know, he's making a joke. Because he's a, a jokey jokerson, you know. Right. And, I would uh, never have guessed that. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> right. yep. so I, I just kind of, I let it lay for a while. And then like a day or two later, you said something else about it. And I thought, okay, it's his thing to say this, you know, I did this or this happened in prison is his thing. I didn't know that you'd really been, you know. What? And then until I finally said, did you really? I think it was at night when we were out at, working at night one time. And I was like, did you really go to prison? Yeah. And then you were pretty open about it. I ain't got nothing to hide. Yeah, but do you think he really has? Well, I know he's got. Because he said. He's either got a really good imagination or he's really been. <laughs> one or the other. Because he's got some pretty good stories about it. that I don't know. I don't know that you could think them up. Without having been through it. But anyway, so <laughs> we're hoping that you want to maybe, can we go like chronological? Can we start like before 
anything happen and kind of work up to how you ended up going? You mean how how I become an inmate? Yeah. Like what in your, you know. Okay. You know what? Obviously, it was about meth. You know, you always got that one friend in that circle, you know, that he's he's done this or that or whatever. You know, I mean, went outside and, and he's doing that deal and, and then they impose it on you. You know what I mean? Hey, I'm going to try this or whatever. Yeah. Well, I was that guy. Back when I was a kid, family members went through this deal. And I said I would never, never do that deal. But he made it look good, so I did it. Anyway, that 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 never deal. You know, I said never, never get married till I got out of high school, and never do this, never do that. Yeah, all that I did before I. So I've learned to never say never. Anyway, nobody is exempt from that deal. Don't try it. I'm just gonna tell you right now. Don't try it. Well, I was gonna say. To your point too, that uh, I mean, I've got family members that have have uh, gotten deep into the drug scene and, and doing all kind. You know, I've told you about that stuff before. Right. That, right. Uh, I, I I don't think I, I think that it could potentially happen to almost anybody. I, I you know I can't speak for other areas, but definitely here it's really prevalent. You know, it's everywhere. So the the in that instance, I don't think that um, that it's that far out there for someone, you know, to get exposed to it and end up deciding to do it. I've known a lot of people that's done it. A whole lot of people. Well, the worst thing is to ever try it. Yeah. I'm just going to tell you. I mean, 10 foot tall and bulletproof, you think, you think you are, but you're not. It's just, it's it's just a downhill slide. Steady decline. Yeah, yeah. But well, now, Whether you realize it or not. Yeah. You may not realize it, but pretty soon it's gonna get it's gonna get a hold of you. Yeah, well, and but you did a pretty good job though, from what you told me, of kind of managing, do you know, being in that in that drug world or whatever, but still working and and those kind of things, right? I mean, uh, yep, yep. Uh, you know, I, I I tried it, did it, and I smoked marijuana too. I ain't gonna lie, I've done some cocaine. I've, I've done, I ain't done it all, but I've done some stuff. But that deal on the meth, when you try it, it, I don't know. And then you think you can maintain. But like you're saying, yeah, I, I had a job all the time. Up to the six months before I went to prison, I, I, I had a, a job. And I, I was a hand, I ain't going to lie. But... You know, it, it, it can get you. Some people don't do it like that. I mean, and and I, when I was doing it, I, I was doing it, and then I got addicted to it because it'll get you, like I said. And then I, I couldn't afford it because then I'd be taken away from my family. So I started peddling it to cover my habit because yeah. I was on it. So it didn't you know, take your money, like you said, for your family. It didn't take away from my family, which – in all reality, I was taken away from my family the whole time. Right. I was. I didn't realize it at the time because, you know, I was still providing the house and all the things we needed. But my time and it, and it got progressed and got worse. You know what I mean? But I always had a job the whole time except for the six months before I went to prison. Well, how long do you, do you have any idea how long um, 
you were on it before you got in trouble? Years. Oh, I, I did for 11 years. Really? Mm-hmm. Yep. So in that time, basically, you were kind of living like a double life? I mean, did your family know much about you doing any of that stuff? Or? I don't know. They didn't know. So you just kind of would go do your thing? and I laid, I laid awake in bed many nights. Just, you know, because I'm up doing shit, they're going to... Wonder why? <laughs> what's my husband doing? What's my dad doing? Yeah. What's going on? Why is he rewiring the house at three o'clock in the morning? Well, you know, that, that may be for some of them tweakers, but, <laughs> you know, I took the VCR apart one time, but that's as far as I went with that deal. <laughs> okay. All right. So you didn't, you didn't do what I do, and that's... I, and you call me a dry tweaker. We talked about that earlier. <laughs> no, you, you're way closer to being a tweaker than I was, and I was on it. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's what I tend to mess with, get hung on something and mess with it. Yeah, so I'm pretty bad about that. But, right. But anyway, so 11 years, and then it came down to you got busted. Did you ever get caught before or anything, or just that one time? No, one time. One time. Yep, roadblock. It, which, you know, there's a story to go with that deal. I mean, and by no means, I'm not putting the blame on nobody. And I'm not undermining the, the police or whatever. But I had a woman live with me. I won't say her name. And and I, I was tired of her. You know, we was not a match, okay? We was not a match. I mean, it... You know, that deal was pretty good. You know how relationships are when you get started. You know, in the beginning, it's, hey. And then you find out, well, man, this person, we really don't, we don't connect. Yeah. You know what I mean? Anyway, I, I was tired of her, and I wanted her to leave. And she didn't want to leave, whatever. And she, as she spit in my face one night, she told me that I was going down. And this woman, she never seen my drugs. She knew I smoked pot. But she never seen the drugs and the meth. You know, maybe the people, maybe she. You know. She wasn't in the world of that, though? She oh, didn't no. do drugs or anything like that? No, but I think she had a friend, and maybe she tampered a little bit. But never seen it, so I don't know. That's all speculation. But she never seen mine either. I mean, I kept it on the lowdown. But she said I was going to, to jail, and I'm not blaming her. And some stuff happened. And anyway, I set up a roadblock and got me. I'm on my way to work. They got a roadblock. I'm on the night shift. Obviously, I got some stuff to get me through the night. Anyway. So was it like highway patrols or county that, guys? Yes, or? highway patrol. Oh, okay. And and it, and it was a set-up deal. She friends with them and and put that deal out there. You know, I, I don't know what kind of favors she might have did or whatever. But, which is relevant. I was guilty of the crime because I can't put it on anybody else. But they set up a roadblock and they, they caught me and I went to jail and lost my job. Six months later, I went to prison. Well, now, what was the charge that they got you with? Well, I mean, because, I mean, it seems weird for you to go to prison. I mean, not to say... It, 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 it seemed like it was bad. It was a trafficking charge was the main deal. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, 
in in Oklahoma at the time. Now you can have a, a truckload and not go to prison. But uh, twenty grams over twenty grams is is a felony. And I had twenty point nine grams, and I had mine in individual uh, bags. Yeah, yeah, that's correct. And I'm sure they weighed it into bags and everything. Counted the bag. But I'm not knocking the police. Don't get me wrong. I know they got a system and they got... And I back the police. Don't get me wrong. I'm guilty of all my crimes. And I ain't I ain't, I ain't trying to pass the buck on nobody. But. So in that 11 years, when you started, you had you were married, right? Yes. And you had a, you had a kid or... Two sons. Two sons at that time. Mm-hmm. And I guess you had gotten a, a divorce and you... Uh... Or you just had another yeah. house with a woman staying with you? No, no, I got divorced, and and them them last years after the divorce, I was even worse because I had my kids when I was at work. I I didn't have my kids, but when I had my days off. I had a really crazy schedule, and I'd have my kids. We we had joint custody type deal, mm. so I I wasn't too bad a guy really. Well, I was just wondering. You said you were with this woman, and you were tired of her. I didn't know if it was your Wife at the time, or no, if it, no, okay. she was a living. Okay, she was a living, and she, I was. She didn't appreciate you being done with it, huh? I don't think I understand that. Well, I mean, like, whenever you said, "Did you just say I want you to move out? I'm tired of you. Get out of here, or whatever." I, and that's what uh, made her mad. Pretty, pretty, this woman might have been mad the whole time, the way she acted. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I'm just going to put it like that. She might have been mad the whole time. She's, I, well, one night we was going fishing. I was just, we was going to run a trot line we had over there on, in the lake. And uh, I can't remember what the deal was, but she gave me a half a peel. And uh, I took it. And I didn't realize what the deal was. I thought it was like your regular old Xanax or your regular old whatever them other ones are. I can't even think of it. But uh, this woman has some freaking psychiatric pills. I We got put the boat in the water and went over there toward the trot line. I, I got to where I couldn't function. I turned that boat around, went back, put it on the truck, went, and I sat in that recliner, and I woke up the next morning in that recliner. And I was drunk that whole day. I don't know what kind of shit they got her on. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because she's mentally unstable. But irrelevant. You know, all this other is me. Yeah. You know. But she didn't do any of that. She wasn't into the meth or any of that stuff like that. You guys didn't have that going on. You know, I, I, I'm going to say no, maybe. But I think she tampered because she had a friend and they... I was on the night shift. I was working, and I come home, and they had to bring a bedroom painted and half into the house painted. Yeah. Yeah. They were pretty industrious anyway, so. Yeah. You know, birds of a feather flock together type deal. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. She wasn't on it, but I'm saying she tampered a little bit. She, my opinion, I could be totally wrong. Hmm. Could be. Well, okay. Now, once you, uh... Once you were arrested, did they put, take you, like, were you in, like, county jail for a while, or how did that work? I, <clears throat> I went to the county jail. I was in there. Hmm. I don't remember what. 
I was in there overnight. The next day, I had another girlfriend at that time. And and some friends, and they come bailed me out. They figured out I was in jail. I mean, that's a, yeah. And they come bailed me out. So I, I got out at that point. But my job, they terminated me at that point. Also, when I went to work the next day, they escorted me out. Really? Kind of embarrassing. So they already knew what was going on with you and all that? Not everybody, but obviously management yeah. had, had figured it out somehow huh. or another. I don't know. Well, um, Now, I was trying to remember what you had told me about. Um, so they, they let you go from work that the day after you got out of jail, you went back to work that night, and they were ready to terminate you then? No, it was on my I, – I don't remember what – I had a funky schedule, like I said. But I stayed one night in jail, and they got me out. And then the next day for me to go back to work, I went to work, and they met me at the time clock. They knew I was coming and escorted me back out and said that I was terminated. Huh. Now, this has been – Several years ago, right? I mean, how how long ago? Two thousand three, September two thousand three. Okay, that's what eighteen years ago. That's long great. time ago. Uh, long time ago, almost as old as you are. No, it's uh, uh, almost as old as my oldest son, though. Almost as oh. old as me. Yeah, yeah. That, the reason I know oh, that is yeah. my son was born in uh, two thousand two, so I, that's how I knew it was. Oh yeah, he's nineteen. Right so, you know, I'm math whiz. You know. Well, I, I inherited a granddaughter, and she's born in two. What year was she born? Anyway, two thousand six. Yeah, she's born in two thousand three. Oh yeah, yeah. So in two thousand seven, when I met her, she was four years old. <laughs> Step granddaughter. Now, how long did it take um, before you went to trial or whatever with all this stuff? It was roughly six months. Roughly six months. I went to, I don't remember what they call it, hearing and hearing and hearing. And then they, I never went to trial. Yeah. They come at with me with a deal. And hey, I ain't never been in this position before. And they said, dude, they just wanted to give me 14. They come up with seven. It was three and three and one or something. Because I had a little marijuana and I had a, some ephedrine which is stuff that you use to cook meth with. So I had two or three, di- I don't remember correctly on the on the charges. But. So they were kind of piling it up on you then. Yeah, and they, and they done me dirty. Most people, they, they, they give it to them concurrent, but mine was consecutive. That means you run this charge, and then you, then you start this charge, and then you do this charge. Oh, okay. Instead of doing time for all of it as you go, it's yeah. when this one's over, you go to this one. You go to that one. Oh. Where most of them, they combine it all together, concurrent is what yeah. they call it. Oh, okay. I think. Yeah. Huh. And I didn't have nothing to do it. And I was in the county jail when they them other guys that already been to prison before told me, man, I, I cried like a baby. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that'd be a pretty big... Uh, Thing to, to find out. And you got, what, seven years? Is that what you said? Seven years. Huh. Yeah, and I don't remember exactly how they was run out there. but So I'm guessing your attorney at the time told you that was the, the thing to do, to take that deal? 
Yeah. I, I'm about you know, my, my attorney's famous word was, uh, when you come back, I need another thousand. Yeah. I, I need another thousand. Yeah, sounds right. And then he said, he said, well, this is what they're giving you. They wanted to give you 14. And so seven sounds better than 14, and you'd never really been in trouble before. And so you think that is what you're going to get, or if you go to trial, you're probably going to get 40 is probably what you were told. Maybe something along that line, but, you know, it. I had it all, and I lost it just for a second. That deal... Seven years, but my, my attorney, he he didn't help me at all, really. He he just wanted his money, and I went into that deal blind. Didn't know what I was doing. It sounds like it. Yeah. Well, it's easy to get, you know, just what little bit, you know, I, I went to jail one time, and, and uh, it's easy to to get caught up in that system because they all do it every day. And if you don't, if you haven't been in trouble, you know, they already know how all of it works, so you have to – I always felt real intimidated by it just for the simple fact, well, number one, you're in trouble, you know, and then then you throw on top of uh, you don't know how it works, and they all seem to have this very good idea of how it works, and it feels like. Um, well, they're an attorney. They're the, well, I'm know. talking about even the when you're talking to the, the arresting officer and that kind of thing like that, you know, they're kind of, they're giving you the rundown about how it's going to be, and they all know the the path already, you know, they've already seen it so many times. They're like, well, what's about to happen is this and this and this and this. And you're sitting there going, Oh, sh- well, we've you know, seen shit. We, is this real? Well, we've or? seen so many people do so, so much less than what you did and get, you know, they're and get no, nothing. So that's great. But that's when your world is crashing down on you and I'm sure that's what you felt and you, you know, you hear the 14 and then all of a sudden you hear seven and you feel like that's the only choice you have. I mean, it just that's and, and and don't get me started on attorneys. Oh, I know. But I'm the same way, um, you know, it's easier for them to let you just take your deal and go and and uh, than it is to you know fight for you. Well, in, in the back of my mind, I'm thinking all the time. I, I know people that's got mm-hmm. in trouble, and then they got probation. They got this or that. My first time, they want to give me 14, and I settle for seven. I mean. I right. jaywalked before, but hell, come on, man. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, and that's what Ben and I have a uh, mutual friend whose dad got caught, and he got trafficking. And uh, I, he did – I don't rem- – I hate to say how many years he did because I don't know for sure. But he got several years because they they called it trafficking. Oh, yeah. Because yeah. of that. Yeah, that if, they, if, they, if they label it trafficking, it's a, it's a much harsher charge for sure. Hey, and it's 85%. You don't go – do a year and get out on parole. Yeah. You got to do 85%. Did you have money on you too? Uh, I did. I had like almost $3,000. Yeah, that's another big thing, isn't it? it and, went, and, I lost it. and the bad thing about it is, I'm not even going to go to that. But yeah. So they, they say seven years, and that's the deal, right? I mean, basically is... Yeah. Now, where did they uh, where they send you? Did you stay in county jail for a while, or did they immediately send you to prison? Or fifty five days in county jail? Fifty five days. Huh. Mm-hmm. I went out on a trash crew and picked up trash, and and then I was on a, a crew where I went to the city hall and we remodeled the city hall for them, so they got some free labor out of that deal. Oh yeah, that's always. Seems but like they did feed us McDonald's because they get it free. 
Oh yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Just so you know, I mean, which uh, which prison did you go to? I, I I did like everybody else, and I went to uh, Lexington, the A and R assessment and receiving first, and I was in there for twenty days. That was probably pretty much the twenty longest days of my life. So that's pretty rough. I mean, I I did have a little window right there, but my silly, that's what you call the guy you're in there with, and the room was probably about half of this room right here, and uh, he was in for murder. Damn. A black guy, and he was good as gold to me. He, he was good. I mean, he, it was the second round. But they put you right in there with somebody who... Yeah. Was convicted of murder. Yeah, for twenty days. Damn! Wow. Yeah, and and that deal in there, it, you didn't know what time it was except for lunchtime, in the the morning where they let you get out and you get to get out and eat breakfast, you get out eat lunch, and then in the evening you get to get out and eat supper. Out in the pod, and then. Then you got a, like an hour and a half in the evening time where you get to shower and whatever and get back in there and walk around. Not a very big area. So then basically the rest of the time you're just sitting in that cell? <clears throat> no. They take you and they take you back there. And they, you know, when you first come in to that assessment and receiving, they shave your head. They take you in this room and you're in here with other inmates. And when it's your turn to get up there, you strip down naked in front of everybody. And they raise your arms up and look at you, mark down scars that notable and tattoos, whatever. They put it all on your deal. So they can identify you in case, I guess, in case you get freaking brutally abused or whatever. And then you go in there and you take tests and you fill out paperwork and you do all kinds of crap like that. The assessment. Yeah. And then they got people that look at your what you've how you've answered this deal, and that's how they place you with a murderer. No, no, not <laughs> not with a murderer because you're in there. It's a free for all right there. I mean, you, oh, you, okay. You, you you have no choice of prison. Okay, whatever they say, you do. You wait in line to wait in line. Okay, yeah. hey, you wait in this line, then you go over there and you wait in that line. You hear me, boy? <laughs> Well, so the assessment part of it then is probably like your mental state, right? To see where you're at. That's right. That's right. Okay. And to see how you answer that deal, questions and whatever. And and people told me you just lie your ass off. And that way you go to lower security. Yeah. But, you know, the lower security deal comes with the crime you committed and how many times you've been in prison to. Huh. I was in a prison with one guy. He's in there for five, his fifth time. Damn. Well, you know, and that's what I've always heard is most most people that are in prison are repeat offenders or whatever. They all they generally yeah. come back. You well, know. his was all DUIs. Oh, damn. Yeah. Yeah. Jack Cleary. I probably shouldn't have said his name. We can cut it out if you want to. In, anyway. Yep. He was, he was a good old man. Looked out for me. So you did 20 days at Lexington. At Lexington. I, it was so horrible in there that... I knew they did count time. That's a big deal in prison. They they got to count you to make sure you're all still there. And that deal's like every hour. It, during the night, I think it's every hour when you're sleeping. And it's ever so many hours because when you're in prison, you have a job except for an A&R. Or behind the walls, as far as I know. But uh, 
Yeah, I lost it again. <laughs> well, what you were, what you were, I thought you were about to talk about was they counted you every hour, and then it was bad. Why was it bad? When because would they wake you up every hour? Hmm. No, it, it, I, I was kind of awake, but it was so boring, is what I was getting at. That I would know when count time was, and I made this drawing because I had this window in the shadow. I would draw the shadow, and I would know. I could look out that window, and I could look at that shadow, and I'd know basically what time it was. Wow. Oh, yeah. You know, because, you know, once you're in prison and stuff, and you people put money on your books and stuff, you can get a few items. Yeah. Like a watch or whatever. But I, I, you know, I didn't know what time it was. It, I'd look out there, and I'd see them other people out there in another yard, but I'd get them shadows, and then I'd, every time I knew what time it was, I'd, I'd mark a shadow. And what? on my sidewalk drawing in that particular area, I could see. Huh. Well, now, um, now as you get in there and you're, you're, I guess you'd say officially in prison at the A at the A and R deal, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, was was it? A, did you learn? I know there's like rules or etiquette or whatever. Whenever you're in, did you start learning that stuff in county jail or did? I mean, was that absolutely? Was, so they started. Did, did people clue you in on it? Did they say, hey, don't do this or do that? Or they just... That's like, right. So nobody just come up and started beating you up or nothing like that for doing something wrong. Oh, That's no. what I always had in my head, you know, is that it was always... No. You're getting your ass whooped every five seconds. No. I mean, you could if you wanted it. If you wouldn't listen <laughs> I mean, to them or whatever. If you to be a crash dummy, you could. <laughs> yeah. And that's what they call them. But, yeah, no. Respect and you get respected. Yeah. That was kind of the to start out with. I mean, if, if you if you talk normal and try to be respectful, then people didn't bother you too much. Yeah, but there's always somebody that's going to try to push you around. You know what I mean? Yeah. So to speak, you just got to know who to hang around with. But when you're an A and R, you ain't hanging around nobody. I mean, there, there's like so many inmates in this one pod, and it. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner, you get out there, and then your evening time where they play some cards and dominoes. So you, you mostly were, Bible with that. It, mostly this Bible out there in A&R. You guys, but you did interact with other inmates a lot. It wasn't like lockdown or anything like that where you right. all were I mean, you're, you're, you're basically locked down, but you there you might have uh, three hours a day. Yeah. Other than when you go to you, you know they take you to these other deals and you do these test assessments. So it was twenty days of basically them figuring out what kind of guy you were before that, they that's correct sent you on. That's correct. So that's why you didn't have a job or anything because they got you ain't got no time for that because N A and R. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, but once you get, once I got to Bowley, which is Bowley, Oklahoma, I I mean you're gonna have a job in a minimum. I went to a minimum. And, you know, it ain't, I don't know what it's like really behind the walls or in a medium, a lot more fighting than whatever. But when you're in a minimum, you're going to have a job. You're going to work on the farm. You're going to work in the kitchen. You're going to work on the yard. You're going to work on the unit. You're going to be somebody's bitch or something. (laughs) I mean, you know, prison, you know, you got guys working cantina. There's people give haircuts, work in a library. Do you get to pick any of that, or do they just tell you what you're doing? Uh, you got to apply for it. Pretty much they give you an application. Really? 
Yeah. We're, we're all, at Bowley, they give you an application. You well, they don't want that. you out there working on the farm or whatever if you don't know what you're doing when you can be somewhere else. Well, I just, doing assume, something I just assume they would probably stick people where they need them. They're like, oh, hell, we need somebody no, to mop. So If you got skill. That's what they want to know. You know, some of them have, might have a carpentry shop or you might work with a plumber. You know, the, the plumbers of the prison, you know, the, the, you know, if you got plumbing skill, you, you work there. If yeah. you got farm skills, you can get on the farm easier. Huh. You know what I mean, but otherwise you're you're gonna be doing something unless you have a medical out, unless but, you're a child molester, and then they keep you away from everybody. But would you rather have a me- medical out, or would you rather be doing something? I'd you know, be doing something yeah, like I was. Yeah. What was your first job whenever you got to to the actual uh, kitchen? Just cooking, cleaning, or uh, basically cleaning, putting up groceries, and. I didn't really do cooking. Did they do like eight-hour days, or how long was your job? <clears throat> no, it would be like breakfast and then lunch, and then you'd get to go back to your house, which is your unit or your – if you got this little area, you call it your house. You, you'd go back and then have somebody else in the evening. Ah, okay. Huh. So at this point, you had two kids, two boys. Mm-hmm. And how old were they at the time? Oh, my God. Uh, well, the oldest had already graduated because I went to his graduation. And the other one, he's probably 10th going into 11th grade. So I missed his graduation. That's a deep regret right there. So he was he was in high school, though, whenever you went. Yeah, that's correct. Well, I'm now I'm curious before we get too far off on that part of it. I do want to come back to it, but I'm I'm very curious about how all this stuff works just because I I don't have any experience with it, but so could you, how hard was it to like change jobs? Did, did you ever want to do anything different? I mean, did you get bored and say, "Well, I, you know, I'm tired of working in the kitchen. I want to do something oh, else." <clears throat> I did not want to work in the kitchen cuz you got that all that access to food and boy, you, if you can eat, you're going to eat. <laughs> yeah. it's a piece of sausage or whatever uh yeah you get fat when you work in the kitchen but now did you you worked out all the time when you were in prison right I, didn't you tell me when they let me you got to be a certain level before you can make it to the weight pile really yeah no it's all about level one you ain't doing shit and they're watching you you're a crash dummy level two usually you just got there because they start you out on level two and you're when you get level three, then you get you you can go to the weight pile. Yeah. And level four, and the level one, two, and three, you know, I forget exactly how it goes, but when you're level one, you're doing day for day. When you're level two, you get I I can't remember. You might get two for one. Level three, you get three for one. Level four, you get four for one. Okay. Now, is that based off your behavior? The levels? Absolutely. Okay. okay. Absolutely. If you're a crash dummy, you got that red badge. It says number one. <laughs> That's not good. He's trying get, to get out of there as soon as you can. He's going to get yeah, his ass whooped every day. You don't want to be number one. Yeah. Yeah. Because that says you're a crash dummy. Huh. Because when I came in, I was level two. They knew I was green or whatever. If I'd have been red, they'd say crash dummy. Huh. 
So did you have people, and, you know, of course, you obviously don't have to answer anything that I ask you, but I'm curious. Did anybody ever say, hey, bring us some food back? Bring me a sandwich or bring me crackers or something like that? I guess we're in the minimum security or whatever where you was at. You guys all got to eat regular and all that kind of thing like that. And Oh, it's three hots in a cot. That's three meals a day in a place to sleep, lay your head. Yeah. Because I know, well, I've got a uh, family that worked in McAllister at the Max, you know, and they talk about, like, and anyway, those guys could get into mischief, they would do it. You know what I mean? So yeah. they had to, like, watch those guys all the time. Yeah. But but they're probably level ones, like you're talking about. They're a bunch of but, idiots. Or well, whatever. they're locked up 23 hours a day, basically, in, yeah. the, in the higher security. Yeah. And see, that's, that's why I'm curious about the way you did it, because – I'm I, like I've drove past Jackie Brandon, and uh, so, some of my family worked at, at Jackie Brandon for years. Now uh, I was always curious because you'd see guys walking between, you know, by themselves, not with any any guards or anything like that. They just kind of they're walking the trail like between one house to another or whatever. So I was always kind of curious as to how the the movement went. Were you able to kind of come and go as you please, or I mean, have to, we got have we, have we got the Jackie Brandon yet? Do what? Yeah. Have we got to Jackie Brandon? Actually, we missed Bowley, but well, I was—that's why I'm just trying to establish how he's going by what he's seen by living here in McAllister. But I'm just, yeah, I'm wondering because being green like you did whenever you walked into it, I'm sure there was still rules, right? I mean, there's still guys that are inmates that rule or run things or whatever, just like there would be anywhere else. Is there still that kind of a like a hierarchy or yeah, whatever? Not, yeah. Is everybody not pretty so much, much not too much in the minimum? Because in the minimum, everybody's trying to go home. I mean, yeah. you've made it down maximum, medium, minimum. You're trying to go home. You try to act right. Yeah. But there's still crash dummies. There's still people that want to bend the rules. And like the guy told me one day, I mean, I made a minimum. I wouldn't have been there very long. He told me, you know, we was talking and got to know each other. And he was in for meth and I was in for meth. And he said, well, I can't wait till I get out and, and bust off a batch, cook a batch. So I get up back on my feet. I looked at that dude and I thought, oh, man, huh, I'm in here trying to get out of prison. You want to come back. Yeah. Yeah. He didn't learn his lesson at all. Did well, <laughs> obviously, it's the way he was talking. Yeah. At what point, quick question, at what point from when you, you got arrested, did you, were you done with it? Oh, I was. Right then? What, after the first day of prison. The first day of prison? Because, you know, I, it's accessible wherever you want to go. I mean, and I had, being in my hometown, I had, anyway, yeah, July 20th, no, July 1st of 2004 was, that was the last day. Well, and I think it's it says, it speaks a lot to um, how you handled it in your head that you can come back to the community you're from and not get in any trouble and not get mixed up with it. Because a lot of people can't do that. No. You know That's what I mean? Right. If yeah. they're not truly out of it, they'll come back like the like the guy you were talking about. Yeah. They'll jump right back into it as soon as they get yeah. there. They're trying to get back yeah. with their buddies or whatever. Birds of a feather flock together. Yeah. And I, you got to hit rock bottom. And, and prison was my rock, rock bottom. I mean, there was opportunities I had in prison, but... I'm done. It was over. County jail, that was a little different. But once I went back there, it was a whole different game. 
Yeah, I don't blame you. Well, now, okay, how long were you at, uh, where, what did you say the name of it was, Bowley? Bowley. Bowley. You was at Lexington for 20 days, for, right? That's correct. And then you went to Bowley. Yeah. And, and basically, you know, with Lexington County Jail and Bowley, I did 15 months. And then Jackie Brandon, I did 15 months. Oh, okay. Okay. Now, what made them move you? I, I mean, was you requested or? I was, yes. I, I, you know, I knew that I took every drug program they offered at Bowley, everything they had. I done it. I even did AA, and at then I didn't have a drinking problem. Now I might have a drinking problem, but anyway, uh, I wanted to go to the 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 the. Big programs, drug programs. It was the care program that I was in. I wanted to go to Bill Johnson. Most people, the first offenders, they go to Bill Johnson. They do a year, and they get out. It's a drug program. You know what I mean? Hey, we're, we're going to teach you how to not do drugs, you know, with what we know, what we think we know, and, and put you out. But they didn't give me that option. Did you have like a, is there a representative, is there like a staff member or something that you would go to and, and find out about these programs? I mean, how'd you know about that stuff? Uh, uh, county jail, mostly. Really? Yeah. I mean, some of them, same people that, that I was in county jail with, you know, they they was going to Bill Johnson's. And it and it was even a couple second time offenders got to go to Bill Johnson. but They never offered you that? Never. Huh? never. huh. And so, at that point, you didn't even need it, right? I mean, you just yeah. wanted to do it so you could get out sooner. But you were I, I already done. done. That, I was done. And I, I wanted that but so, you know, it looked good on my parole to get out. I'm ready to go home. I mean, it. it I'd be the same way. It's ugly. I mean, it. I say it's ugly. I mean, yeah, obviously, it's ugly. It's, it, it, it's a drastic change of lifestyle. To For, for free will... To, uh, oh, you stand in this line, and then you go stand in that line. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, and I, I guess that's supposed to be, you know, the idea of the whole thing is to, I guess, encourage people to want to get back to regular life or what you're, whatever you want to say, get out and stay out. You know, I mean, I, I think that's why it's so interesting about your story to me is, is and you made this point, before, uh, and I don't want to tell too much, but I mean, one of the things that struck me immediately when you talked about it, when you really did, you know, like I said, I thought you were joking for a while, but whenever you were real serious about it, you said it was the best thing that ever happened to you. Really? That, that's right. Because I got off the meth. I mean, it, it was a blessing. I mean, people think, well, oh man, the prison, that, that, hey, it, it was a blessing to me because I, I'm done with the meth. That was my rock bottom was prison and I'm, I'm done. Yeah. And that's what I say about it. It's, it you're what I would consider one of the few pe people that this is what a, a success story. I mean, you could really Absolutely. call that, you know, I mean, yeah. because I mean, yeah, you, you made mistakes or whatever. And I think I've made plenty of mistakes my own self. So I can't say anything about that. Uh, but you saw where it was headed, what it was doing, to your life and everything else. Plus, you know, having to go through that stuff. I mean, I can't imagine. So I'm sure before you got done at the first place, you were like, whatever I got to do to get out of here and get back to, to life, I ain't never coming back to this. Mostly day one of, of prison. 
county jail was was different because it was in my county and I knew some people in there and they put me under their wing and never tried to entice me or whatever to do. I I mean, it, what I did in the county jail was all my, me. Anything I've ever done is me. I can't blame nobody because I, I, I got free will. But uh, once I got past that deal, I mean, it was, I had opportunities. I mean, it's in there. You, if you, if you want it and you got the money, you you can do it. Well, even when you got out, I mean, here you are. That's right. You know, that's right. Even and when I, you got out, and then you're and you go right back to the same community that you grew up in, and you've been in, and you you know you know all these people that you knew back in your old life, yeah. and it's uh, it's right there, you know. Yeah. No, it, it's around there. Your friends and I see some of them people now, and there's some people that they, man, golly, look at that guy. I mean, he's he's. A little bit older than my kids, and he looks older than me. Yeah, you know more than more than one, more than one like that. Yeah. Now, okay, did you know? Were you able to kind of calculate, um, even when before you came to to Brandon? Were you able to know pretty much to the day how long you had? I mean, can you count it down that way, or is there is there things you could do along the way to shorten your sentence even more? Or? I mean, is it pretty no, much set in stone? It, it's set in stone other than parole. There, there's a one-year judicial re- review, that you, and, and I applied for it. It cost me another 1500 bucks. My little mama, bless her heart, and uh, did that deal for me. And, and that lawyer, I don't think he did a damn thing. Yeah. I, I think he said, thank you. Yeah, I, I was going to say, that kind of stuff always seems like it, it's always a money deal. You know what I mean? Pay-to-play yeah. type deal. Yeah. So once you got to uh, now, uh, let me ask you this: Were there um, like the uh, you know you always hear about these prison gangs or whatever they call them, but these groups you know where you're where, where those rules applying in the minimum security part, like like the white guys stay with the white guys, black guys stay with black guys, that yeah, kind of whole that's thing. That's right. That's right. Because I know that's real prevalent in you know. Yeah. No, the Indian the Indians they they're Indian Brotherhood they together, the blacks they together. The white boys, they're together. Mexicans are together. Were you allowed to have friends in other races? Sure. Just not hang out with sure. them too much or whatever? Well, I mean, yeah. You, I mean, but, you know, when it comes down to it, you need to be with your people. Yeah. It's the way it is there, I mean. Yeah. Pretty much. I mean, I'll, you can be – everybody get along to a degree, especially in the minimum where I was at. I didn't see none of that racial yeah. stuff because I was in minimum. Medium and higher is – I don't want to go. Yeah, I don't want to go. Well, that's a, my my family member that I was talking about was you know he's seen almost all of it. You know what I mean? As far as uh, from the guard side of it, you know what I mean? He was yeah. uh, and so it's it can it can be everything that you've seen in the movies. You know, I always said that I always had these impressions about how things were in jail and all that because of the movies and and uh, and he doesn't do anything to convince you that it's not. The craziest, most jacked up shit that you could ever imagine. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. In in the high security stuff, in the max and all oh, yeah. stuff like that. But but anyway, I was curious because yours was in the minimum, and I was wondering if that kind of carried over. You know, like to a degree, kind of but but for the most part, I mean, yeah, I mean, they're still going to be the Indians are going to look out for the Indians. I mean, 
The blacks are going to look out for the blacks. The whites are going to look out for the whites. Well, did it, as long as you don't, you know, I'll, I'll tell you a little story about whenever I first got the bully. I didn't know the rules. I didn't know anything. You know, I'm there, and, and, and you once you get to a yard, you know, you got to do this or that, and you got another receiving deal. You got to do this stuff, and I don't know what's going on. Nobody around anything. There's horseshoes and horseshoe pit out there. I go out there and start throwing them horseshoes. I, I ain't, they ain't told me I got to do nothing else. They ain't told me to wait in line to wait in that line yet. And uh, and this was before 3 o'clock. I think 3 o'clock was the number that you can go. But before that, you know, there was this one white boy out here. He said, hey, we were going to talk to him. He'd been in there for 18 years. And he says, you can't throw them horseshoes till after 3 o'clock. Everybody's at work. That's work hours. You you can't go out there and do that, play basketball. Oh, you're not supposed to be having fun while you're going to be working too. Yeah, on the yard, you ain't allowed. You can walk, but you can't go out there and kick that soccer ball or shoot that basketball or throw them horseshoes. Huh. Yeah. Told me I was going to get my ass in trouble. That's something I haven't heard. And you'll get you'll get in trouble from the guys the in the police. Not oh, the everybody. Guy, not the inmates, the police. Oh, that's the guard. That's what right. they call them, police. Okay. So it was a from top to bottom. Everybody said, "Don't play during work hours." Uh, yeah. If you can be throwing horseshoes, you can be out working. The, the, no, the white boy told me it, it's you know his job was something else, and he was. No, you have a job. You're going to have a job, and you will get that done. And and the police is going to know what your job is. If you're just hanging around there, they're going to know you're the. Freaking guy cleaning the bathrooms and the showers and mm. mopping the that I forget what they call that guy. I forgot a lot about prison and it's not bad. That's what I was saying earlier is there's a bunch of this stuff I've thought about asking you when we were out working or something if we were just sitting there and I thought, No, I don't want to know yet. I won't even tell me the first time whenever we got on the podcast that okay. way it's no. Well we're live, so. I, I, so, so we're live? Yeah. Yeah, we're still recording. You know, sometimes I just lose it. So I I mean it's like it's like well, that's what we're supposed to do is, is keep you on track. Well, our goes. job is to keep you on track. Or, well, you're not or doing ha- very good. Right, Ben's, Ben's way better at it than I am. I'm, is he? Yeah. Well, I don't, I don't know you, so I'm letting him. He's, you know, I'm letting he him. don't know me either. Well, here's right. Evidently, you, that's what you said. But here's my way of thinking: is I, I'm always the one that brings it back on track, and I just want to see how good he is. Oh, and so I'm yeah. testing him well, tonight. I'm, I'm not hey. doing good. I'm, yeah, you did I'm, all right. Hey. And. <laughs> Don't tell him that. <laughs> I mean, I'm I'm trying to beat him down so he'll do better, and you. Yeah, want to yeah, yeah. there is no. There's I hear no, the attaboys. There is no no fucking positive reinforcement at all. No matter what, you could have done a little better, a little faster, a little uh, this, a little that. You know. Hey, a guy who wears socks like that. I mean, come on, really? It's got food on it, man. Come on, man. All right, see, I got just regular old socks on, man. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah, well, you got socks with a smell, I can tell. Oh, no. I got that smell. Uh-uh. Huh? I ain't no smell. He's a, he's a big barefoot guy. He can go barefoot, and really? I can't do that. I mean, not even in the house. I don't. I can't either. And that comes from prison, I think. Really? So you know. Because, uh, you know, you wear your, house, your, your shower shoes everywhere when you're, unless you got your other tennis shoes on going out to her, your boots going to work, whatever. Because you get freaking fungus. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, got too many people, and yeah, moving around. It makes sense. Well, I mean, I don't know. That's just... okay. That brings up a damn good point. I'm glad you said that. Mike sounds funny. Okay, 
real quick. When you're showering, and I'm not trying to get weird, I'm, I'm there saying. There you go with them gay tennis. Well, <laughs> I knew you had them. <laughs> what I want to know is, is in minimum, do you have, do you get to go shower by yourself? I mean, is there like uh, a. Uh, at Bowley, no. It was a. Group of guys together or whatever. Like four shower heads in the same shower. Had like six shitters right there. None of them had doors. Really? Yeah. All my life, I tried to keep out wipe my ass to my own. You know, you know, I had a special <laughs> technique. I go to prison, and by God, there ain't no door there, so any motherfucker can step up there and watch me wipe my ass if he wants to. Well, did you change your technique, or were you embarrassed of it or something? Oh, no. I still stick my finger right through that paper. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right, I'm just kidding. Well, okay. Uh, that so is there in the in the cells you were in? Was there a toilet in there? Was there? I mean, how do you go? A and R. You, you had a toilet. What What do you do if you have to go to the bathroom while you're in there? You I got mean, the toilet right there. So there's a, like a sink and all that, or there's a sink and toilet. They're kind of combo. Okay. Right there. Are they like in the movies where it's I like mean, a stainless steel and like a stainless toilet or whatever? Damn right. No seat or nothing like that. Just a no spot door. To sit in. No door when you're an AR or nothing. I mean, you and your celly in there, you got to shit. I mean, it, you just got to learn to absorb the smell of shit or what? Do y'all just sit there and talk while you're shitting? No, not normally. I mean, you can. I mean, but you know the the normal procedure is you drop one, you flush one, so you don't stink up the place. Oh, okay. Drop one, flush one. Uh. Yeah, I had one guy told me at Bowley, he says, he said, you Fonda, you Fonda? I said, Fonda what? He said, Fonda that smell of that shit. <laughs> That's where I definitely learned how to drop one and you flush one. Uh-huh. See, this is all etiquette shit that I didn't know. That would be hard to learn. What I mean, it would seem like you're always... I mean, what, regular people out there on the outside, they love like the smell of shit. They just sit there and fill it up and smell it, and then you turn the fat, fart fan on, but... Well, I always got in trouble for flushing the toilet too much when I was a kid. And my dad says, you know, you're running up the water bill. Uh, he's fond of that, ain't he? He was very tight as bark on a tree about that kind of <laughs> shit. You know what I mean? But, right. uh, so, so you got to shit in front of people. That's the thing in prison constantly. Yeah. But you do it in the military too, I guess. So that's kind of a, a deal or whatever. I right. feel pretty lucky that I haven't had to shit in front of very many people in my life. You, you know, Open doors there. Some people, when they, when they had to go, they'd take their sheet and throw it over the door so they have a little privacy. Really? But if, if the police comes in, they're going to tear your sheet down. Yeah. Because they think you're up in there no good, masturbating or whatever. Uh-huh. It's against the rules. Now, it was that way at Bowley and at Jackie Brandon? Uh, Jackie Brandon was different because it was in the old hospital. So there was not toilets in the... Some rooms... Had toilets in the rooms, and in some rooms didn't. My room did not, but right across the hall, there was a shower and a shitter. So you can just come and go? Like, they leave your door open where you can just walk out and go to the bathroom and come back? Middle of the night or whatever? During the middle of the night, you can, yeah. And the guards never said, where you going? Or... Unless they come on that speaker and they say, count time. You, you, better, better, be... you better be on your bed. That way they can just walk down through there. Well, and... they come down there and they say, and then that adds a bunch of time to your if you get caught trying to i never tried to escape but yeah 
Well, yeah, you, yeah. You, 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 you escape, you're gonna get some more time. Well, I'm talking about even yeah. if you try, it's not I worth mean, it. Even if you're, I mean, you can get. You're not. You're gonna get caught. Yeah. I mean, you're gonna get caught. You might as well, because everybody you know, everybody that you're in contact that get you get phone calls from or you get mail from, it's all being. You, they're gonna run right to them. They're on it. They're gonna be watching them people. I mean, because that's your contact. Yeah. And and whatever they do, that and you try to escape, they know that. So you're saying if you do try to escape and you and you and you do escape, don't go anywhere you were making contact. Just go the and opposite don't direction. Contact with them people, you cannot. Yeah, I mean, you're you're freaking. Might as well go move to Mexico and get in the cartel or something. Yeah, because yeah. Because either way, they're going to send you they're, back. They're they're going to get you, and then they're going to put a bunch of time on you, and yeah, then you're there even longer. Yeah, I mean, how many escape convicts do you know? I don't know any. I hope Ben. They're damn good at hiding out. If I, there you go. You know, I mean, I don't know any. We knew one that went to that fled to Canada and got caught in Canada. There you go. And then that one that just happened recently, the 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 uh, oh, the detention boss. They're the Whites. The, the they were whites. no they were no kin, but Vicky White, who he's a guard, right? She was a boss, but yeah, a detention officer, I think. But she was a one day prior to her um, retirement. Oh, did man. you did you know about this? I, I didn't know about the retirement. Now, I watched I the video of her walking him out, putting him in her car, and uh, you know, shutting the door, not putting a seatbelt or anything on him, and then walks around and gets in her in her you know car and drives off. You know, hey. and then what? Two days later, or two days ago, several days later, they eleven days is what I read this morning. Eleven days they, they were, were on the eleven days on the run. Then they get in a police chase and roll the car, and then she shoots herself. You think there was any frickle frackle going on between them two? I don't think so. I don't think. Well, why would she do that then if she oh, wasn't getting I, slung? I, I absolutely, absolutely, she was. And that's it. You know, and I it would, is speculation at this point, but I hundred percent believe it. They will manipulate you. Absolutely, they, they got all the time in the world. Yeah, it, it it's going to happen. I mean, she sold her house. It, I mean, all the it, the proof is in the pudding. in the pudding, right? And yeah, absolutely. I don't know what she was thinking. It wasn't that good. Couldn't have been that good. No. Maybe it's the best she ever had, though. You never know. But I mean, that's not even worth it. Maybe it, evidently it was to her because she was done when she knew it was over. There ain't a single person worth it. Well, I agree. She with shot her. herself, didn't she? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Of course, I, I they were trying that. to say that he did it. You know, I, right. I, I've I've read that. Right. You know, there. But of course, you're going to read everything. You know. Right. So I, what about him? Is he? Back in prison, or he? Yeah. Shot? Oh, yeah. They caught him. Okay. Well, I knew that it was that deal, but I, I did. I knew At the same that time, she shot his herself. But. She shot herself in the car, and they got him out. It's all on video. I mean, it's her not shooting herself is on video, but the police chase. There was oh, some. There were some people. There were some people driving by. Well, the car was rolled over, so I don't know if you can actually see. There is video. I heard there is body cam footage of her in the car. Yeah. So, uh, but I haven't seen that. I just, I just, I saw the video of the the guys that were on the highway videoing it from probably a hundred yards away. Right. And they heard the gunshots and stuff and they thought the cops had, you know, opened fire on the, on the car and all that. But uh, well, they had planned on having a shootout, right? I and mean, that's what I read this morning was that the big plan they, yeah, they had was if they got caught was to shoot, have a shootout with the cops. That was going to be what their mm. thing was or whatever. Sound like there's a regular old Bonnie and Clyde deal going on. Well, you know, were. if you read it, if you, what I read, you know, he, he never actually murdered anybody. Now he did confess to uh, a murder, murder for hire, right? But they're thinking, 
he confessed to it. Now his mom said that said this that she said that he confessed to it just so he could get moved from the prison that he was at to uh, back to the county jail or whatever because which makes no sense. But I guess maybe he thought he would get moved back and then take it as far as he could and then be like, all right, I lied about it. I didn't really, you know, kill the guy or whatever. Mm. But he wasn't getting fed good or he's getting mistreated, I guess, in the other prison. So he confesses said, to murder to get fed better. It made no sense to me, but I think that's the maybe the only way they're going to move him back is if, you know, that he has to do something drastic or he's say seven, something drastic like that. I but, think he's but a level one. He did right. say, yeah, he's, <laughs> he's a level one for sure. Crash dummy. Yeah. But I think he said, um, maybe he told some, maybe he had some inside information that only the cops knew they about the murder. So they're, they're pretty sure he did it. Huh. But his mom is saying he didn't do it. He's just trying to get moved. I, I have some seen, seen some things in there where the females that are, whatever they are, drug counselors or, or whatever, where they get mixed up with the inmates, which, you know, they got a lot of game. And and it don't come out good. Yeah, never does. Who whoever works there, they're gonna lose their job and, and probably end up in jail. And the inmates gonna get more time. They get more time for that. They'll give you more time for anything, pretty much. Cigarettes. Yeah, if you get rolled up, you can get more more days added on. So that's a rule. Oh man, you cannot hit on the counselors. Can't have any kind of relationship. Uh, you ain't supposed to. And they've had training. They've had, yeah. There's no relationship like that. I mean, only well, I know the, I know the counselors can't, but I'm just saying from the, get. I'm saying from the, from the uh, inmates' point of view, you're not supposed to do that. Oh no, you can't even have relationships with other inmates. Uh, you're not supposed to. Okay. I mean, you can like you know general, but no touchy feely shit. Now, now that's that you bring up a good point about. Can you you can be convicted of crimes while in prison? That's correct. Right. So like, like you know, people always make jokes or whatever about the uh, sexual stuff going on. But if you're caught in that, they could actually convict you of some sort of sexual abuse or something like that. Yep. And add time to right. what you're That's already right. doing. That's right. Huh. Well, but I'm sure, like you said, though, that's probably for the guys who've got forty years or whatever. They know they ain't getting out for forever, so they're like to hell with it. Oh yeah. I mean, in the minimum, you don't you don't see a lot of, lot a lot of, but did you see and, it beforehand? And medium, medium and above, I have no no idea. Only what I've been told. Did you see it in? See what? Bowley. Any of that kind of thing going down? Any of what kind of thing? Sexual stuff. Oh no, I did not. Other than other than you could tell when somebody got some dope in, maybe after visitation day, there'd be a guy over there. He has his is what they call it a jack shack where he's he's set up over there and he's got him a dirty book looking at it and he's beating himself up because he got some dope and that, that's what it makes you want to do wow it makes you beat yourself up you said it. it's a jack shack is what you call a jack shack jack. that's where they put their 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 <laughs> you're in a little pod that goes up about three foot and you put your sheet over your bed and you got your light in there and that means don't bother me but the police will bother you. Jack Shack. Can over. you get in trouble for that if you get caught Absolutely. beating your meat or whatever? Yeah. You get what? in trouble for that? Sure. Sure. Yeah. God. Most of the time they just say, hey, stop it or whatever. I, I don't know. I've never been caught by another inmate. What? I, I said I've never been caught by the police. I got caught by an inmate. 
It was after I've been in there, I don't know, a couple years. You know, man's got needs. Right. And I went to my, my friend of mine I worked out with. I went to his. In his, it was a hospital, and his happened to have a bathroom. His room. You went to another man's jack shack? Uh, no, 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 not his jack shack. I would use his okay. facility, okay? okay? His shitter. Okay? Get... Where you can shut the door and you can be by yourself and nobody's going to bother you unless you get interrupted like I did. Yeah. His roommate didn't know I, his celly. Let me reiterate that. His celly didn't know that I was in there taking care of my needs that a man has, you know. I didn't need somebody else to take care of him. I took care of myself. And uh, I was doing my business, and and somebody opens the door, and I look up, and there's this freaking silly old Indian man missing teeth and whatever. Dude, it was over after that. He, I don't know who was scared more, him or me. Did he say anything he, to he you? He went like this. He went. <laughs> slammed that door back. He didn't say a word. I mean, I got my business all up in there. Did you finish? Did you get? Did you Hell go ahead? No, I mean, after you look at that old fart, I mean, I, I, what what can you do? What, what what can you do after that? Well, you had your now you had your buddy's book though, right? He had yeah. a he had a book. Yeah. Did you ask him to use it? Is that how it worked? Well, you know, pretty much, yeah. You go, hey, I got a little bit of time. Can I borrow your book? I'm gonna run no. there. Or... Hey man, I'm going here to use your bathroom. I'm gonna use your jack book. Yeah. Jack book. And he's like, all right. I mean, don't get it on there, though. Well, obviously, you don't, you know, you got to have some cleanliness. <laughs> you want to be able to come back and do it again. It, it, well, I'd, I'd have said, hey, keep your celly off me, okay? You don't want to burn your <laughs> cornbread on that. Yeah, don't burn the cornbread. <laughs> Damn it. Most definitely. He's, he's a real ugly guy. Don't have him break Yeah, he's old, too. <laughs> he's old. So. What did he say when you come out? Did he say that. anything to you? Did you he, ever, he never mentioned it? Uh, no, we never looked at each other in the eye ever since. <laughs> <laughs> I can see that. I can see how that would be. What? Yeah, yeah. Well, that doesn't stop you, though, right? I mean, just be more careful next time. Uh, well, I, you know, I can't really remember. That was kind of close to when I was about to go home. Yeah. You know, within the last... Made it all that time, months. and then... Yeah, you made it all that time. Well, I, I did pretty good, you know. Mm-hmm. Did pretty good. Thought, well, yeah, I might as well try this deal. What did the man not know you were in there? Did he not see no, you come he, in? He didn't know. No, he didn't know. He didn't know. He just opened that door, gonna go in there and take care of his business, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> anyway. Uh well, and you have to know this is one of the first stories I got told. That that story right there was about one of the first things he ever told me about being in prison. So I was of course, you know. Very interested since then about if a man can tell worked. you that story, he he he's a he's an honest man. He's being well. I promise you this, Donnie is honest when he don't even need to be about anything. Well, I mean, if we ain't having sex, I don't need to lie to you. <laughs> hey, if if he thinks that, uh, well, like if a valve gets left open or if he do, he'll tell you, I, I did that. Might have been him. Yeah, hey, I did that. I ain't perfect. Me either. I'm tr- I'm trying. I, I've done it, and I'm probably gonna do it again. <laughs> I'm getting trained. Multitasking. I'm training you not to do that. Well, I'm trying to learn it, but I still do it. Well, shit happens. I mean. Yep. So hold on. Okay. Now, and you said, uh, what time of year did you get out of prison? 
November the thirtieth, I believe was the day. And you, you did you do? Wait a minute. How, how many years did you actually do? How long were you two actually? Two and a half, counting what I did in county jail. So out of seven, you did two and a half. You did fifteen and fifteen. I, I paroled out. And then you were Basically. on parole for the rest of the seven. Is that how that That's works? That's right. That's okay. right. And my parole officer told me, he said, you know, I had to take a drug test every month. I had community service. I think 150 hours of community service. And I had to pay my fines. And by the time I got off parole, I had all my fines paid off, all my community service done. And then my parole officer told me, he said, if all my people were like you, my job would be too easy. Yeah. Yeah, you're ready to go back Yeah. And 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 just so you know, I mean, uh, been a couple years, two years, two and a half maybe. I got a pardon from the governor. Really? Oh, wow. Yeah. So I'm I'm crisp and clean. Wow, that's cool. I didn't know that. You never yeah. told me that. Forty five hundred dollars later, I got money from the deal in it. Absolutely. Damn. Yeah, but they could to the lawyer. But they could, I was going to say, they could charge a lot more than that. You know what I mean? $4,500 oh, yeah. is, is worth I, it. Best money I ever spent. Yeah. Other than that gravel I put out there by the barn. I'll be down. Yeah. <laughs> That's gravel. a good one. That's a good one. <laughs> well, I mean, shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, okay. When you knew you were getting close to, to getting out of there, did it seem, were you more worried about getting in trouble? Did it? Because I've heard people talk about, uh, well, it's just like whenever I heard people talk about being in Vietnam, and they would say that they were scared when they first got there, and then they thought, well, I'll die here. So they got where they weren't scared right until like a couple of weeks before they get to go home. And then they were terrified something was going to happen to them before they get to go home. Did you have any of them kind of feelings like that? I mean, like hmm, where you were? Not, not really. I mean, I, you know, obviously you go up for parole, and then – if you're going to make parole, it's going to be like 30 days. I mean, I'm sorry, 90 days before you're actually going to get to go home. Yeah. And there was some point in there where I found out that I didn't make parole, but it's, you're it got that, you, you don't know what day you're going. And really? It's, it's usually on a Thursday from the time I was in there. I seen people leaving. It's on a Thursday. They tell you and, and you move on, you leave on the Friday. Damn. They tell you the day before. So they just walk in and go, you're getting out tomorrow. Pretty much. Get your shit all together. You have to go to the property, properties where you, when you've changed yards. It's probably better that way, in a way, because it helps you not get so... Worked up about yeah. leaving or whatever. Right? Yeah. But, I, you know, when I found out I made parole, you know, I'm anticipating all the time, all the time, all the time. Mm. You know, my birthday was on the 28th, and I got out, like, on the 30th. So it was almost a good birthday present. Damn. So was it 90 days for you? Right about that, that. Right, right about that. So about that 90th day, you started kind of looking forward I, to it. You know, I thought it's got to be coming yeah, up. Yeah, yeah. Did you uh, did you have a job before you even got out? I did. That that was part of the deal with my parole stipulation. You know, I, I when I come to the pro board, you know, I come, you know, when I get out, I got a job. When I get out, I got a, I got a place to stay, which I had my own place. I mean. I'm blessed. I'm not going to lie. Right before I went to prison, I, I paid my trailer house and my five acres off that I bought my other half of my ex-wife. That already Where you still live right now, right? That's correct. Yeah. Well, I built the house. Yeah. Three years out of prison, I built a new house. 
Wow. It's a nice place, too, by the well, way. Well, thank you. Thank you. But uh, we well, got gravel out in the barn. <laughs> I do got gravel out by the barn and right around there. So I've never seen it, but I, I and and nobody else have you know most of our listeners haven't either. But we know you got gravel out by the barn. It's got to be nice. My wife told me that's the best money ever spent because I quit tracking shit in. <laughs> <laughs> Just so you know. <laughs> so I know it was the best money spent because she told me. <laughs> but you bought the you you paid it off before you went to prison. I I I, I just paid that deal off and and my truck. So I went. I was blessed when I went to prison. I, I didn't leave any burdens on anybody. And I had some people going to take care of my kids. You know, they stayed there and my ex-wife for a little bit. But that's a whole different deal. And my brother-in-law took care of that deal. I should have just left it to my youngest son. Should have put all the money I had in his, let him take care of it instead of, but anyway, it's a lesson learned. No, I'm blessed. So when I come back, I don't. I have nothing that I actually have to pay for, other than my utilities that I'm going to generate when I get there, and my fine. Did somebody take advantage of your son or your your family while you were in? Take advantage of. Well, you said you wish you'd just put it all in his name. Uh, no, well, not really. It would have just it been, been easier. better for him, because you know my other son has already graduated. Mm-hmm. But I, I misjudged that deal, and I didn't get that. I, I should have put it, what money I had and everything, I should have here and let him take care of it. Yeah. But well, that'd be a tough spot to I be in. Not, you had a lot on your mind. I, you know, I did not think about it. <laughs> right. I, I, you know, I. You're trying to think of a million things at once. Well, and get prepared. I mean, I, I, it was a horrible day. Yeah. Yeah, I couldn't. Um, that would be, uh, especially. Now, did you know immediately whenever you were convicted or whatever, did you know. Uh, when they came to you with the deal and everything, how much time you were going to do? I mean, did they say you could possibly get out early? I mean, you got no. seven years, but they didn't say no. anything. They just said you got seven years. No, See you they, later. they didn't tell me shit. So you thought seven years. You, well, thought you, thought yeah. you were thinking you were going to do it all. Yeah. No one yeah. told you oh. maybe you could. Wow. No. no. Once I got in there, the inmates in the county jail that had already been know the, know the routine. They're the ones that told me. But then they didn't give you and that option. Said, and then they told you, you know, oh, yeah, they didn't run your shit. Consec- they run yours consecutive instead of concurrent, I believe is the terminology. Huh. But when you started to get out or go up for parole, um, I'm sure you use, you know, hey, I've had a job my whole life, basically, my whole adult life and probably beforehand. I had a job up until. I was going to work whenever I got. And I've got a job now. I'll, or I will have a job when I get out. Yep. Yep. All the good things that I'm sure all of that helps you. Absolutely. Yeah. I, I believe so. I mean, you know, and, and, and I will say that when I, one of the parole board members was James Brown and he was my high school sociology teacher. And he said, he said, didn't I bring you up here and give you a tour of this prison? And he did when I was a senior in high school. And I said, yeah, Mr. Brown, I've had a more extensive tour. Of <laughs> I've been, I've seen it all. Now, yeah. <laughs> well, I ain't seen it all, but I've seen more of it. Huh? Yeah. Well, now, uh, I know I'm sure you were glad the day you got out, but did it take some time? You'd been in long enough. Did it, was it a pretty hard adjustment to being back out into, did it feel weird or I mean. It was all, all different. I, you know, the first 
First night I got out, I went to my mom's house. When I got out, they took me and fed me a steak because you don't get steak in prison. The biggest piece of meat you get in prison is a piece of liver, and it's huge. Ugh. And I had that twice, and I ate it. It wasn't bad. I mean, no. on liver night, there won't be nobody in the childhood. <laughs> I mean, hey, you want my liver? I'll come down there and get my liver. Yuck. I and it's supposed like to be liver. really good for you. Yeah, I don't like liver, though. Right. It's supposed to be really good for you. But uh, That's why it don't taste good. <laughs> but they took me out, and they fed me steak. And I stayed at her house, and she had my truck. Steak from where? I got to know. Uh, <laughs> any particular restaurant, or was it? Yeah, I, I think it was... Uh, uh, Taco Bob's. It wasn't nothing special. Okay. But uh, <clears throat> did that deal. I stayed at her house, and then I went to my house. You know, after that deal. Well, they took me on that day. We went and got my, I got my license and everything. I, I was real fortunate. That I just went up there and, and got them. It didn't, you know, because they expired and whatever. I didn't have to take the test or anything. <clears throat> and then... The next day, I, I stayed at their house that night, and I went home the next day, and I cried like a baby. I couldn't look at pictures, my kids, or anything. I was just, it was like emotional distress. Kind of all finally started coming out of yeah. you or whatever. Yeah. yeah. And then that Monday, I started a new job. Huh. No, actually, it was Tuesday because I had to go see my parole officer first. Yeah. How what, often did you have to check in with them? You said a drug once, test once a month. month and I, had, well, I took a drug test once a month. What was your job coming out? I went to work for Barnett Construction. Barnett okay. Siding. Yep. Now, before you ask your next question, I want to go back to. I, I want. I got to know what was the what was the craziest thing you've seen through that whole time in any any facility that you were at besides the old Indian man's <laughs> face. I, I knew he was going to bring that up. <laughs> yeah, I can't, I can't get away from that. I'd just like to know if you saw anything crazy or what the craziest thing was. You know, I, I've, I've seen some guys that, you know, when I was at Bowley, there was, I'd never been around people making, oh, there's a word for it, alcohol. Out of stuff in prison, they make it. I could smell this, this alcohol brewing. I didn't know exactly what it was fermenting. I couldn't tell what it was, but my... My next door neighbor right there, he he they had some shit going. And the night that they uh that shit was ready, they acted ignorant. Them guys <laughs> and they was there was a couple there was a black man, his you know, my number in prison was four seven six nine seven two. Okay? And before I got out, they was up to like five one three. Maybe even more than that. And this old man, his his he had a four Digit number. Damn. He'd been in a long time. But it's silly. He was UAB and he was swelled up and that. And, and he had another UAB. You know, they're trying to go home, but whatever. And and they brewed up some brew. And the night that they freaking broke that out, they want. There was a suspected child molester, chumo is what they call him in prison. And that one dude, he lit that dude up and there was a big ass fight. Two or three of them got in a fight. <clears throat> I never seen them again. Damn. Now, you can get in trouble for all that, right? Getting caught with the alcohol, yeah. fighting, I all that. I don't know how they made it through that deal because I could smell it. Everybody was smelling it, huh? Yeah. Yeah, made it right there under his bed. 
And so they all beat up, beat the, beat the guy, that guy up. Child molester. No, it was this guy over here, my neighbor over here, he got in a fight with this one guy. And then this, my neighbor over here, he got in a fight with another guy. They would start acting ignorant. Because they were drunk. Yeah, Yeah, because they were drunk. I don't know. I mean, if if I was drunk, I'd be wanting to sit back and talk some shit. (laughs) (laughs) I don't want to fight. I'm a lover, not a fighter. Yeah. So you think they moved them back to ones? Uh, ones and medium security. Oh, shit. Yeah, you're going backwards. You're then not you, going home that way. All just to get drunk one night. Yeah. Yeah, just because of get drunk one night. Huh. Well, you know, you can you can ask yourself why people would do that. But, you know, it, it in, in some instances, it, I think it takes that kind of mindset um, to hell with the rules type mindset. To get in that big of trouble, you know what I mean? I mean, right. you kind of, on, on one side of your mind, you got to be thinking either the rules don't apply to me or I'm smarter than the people that's looking mm. for me or, you know what I mean? That, I mean, it kind of takes that. I know when I got in trouble, which I, you know, I got a DUI a long time ago when I was young, but I thought every time I would drive and drink, yeah, I mean, I've seen, you know, I've heard and seen all the things about, you know, people getting killed in wrecks and all those things like that, but I always thought, they are not me. I am smart. I know what I'm doing. I watch what I'm doing. And I went to jail just like everybody else whenever you get a DUI. You know? And nobody nobody told these guys, hey, we can smell what you got cooking over there. Well, that's what I wonder about, like, the guards. I mean, they just overlook it or what? I mean. You know, I, I, I ain't for sure. You know, the guards didn't actually physically walk up in their pod. They would just walk around. He was right on the corner, so they had the advantage. They walked down this way, and then they had to go this way. So, I I don't know. Maybe they was paying them off. Hell, I don't know. Yeah, or they were just waiting on them. To, they were like, well, we're just going to let them really mess up because yeah. we're getting tired of them and That's want true. them to move. That's true. Mm-hmm. Yep. Well, so, I, I still I have to go back to – you saying that it was a blessing. Cause I remember whenever you first started talking about it in, in my head, of course, whenever I'm listening to you and, and I'm not, and Ben knows this about me too, is I'm not like an overly judgmental person per se. Like I, I'm not sitting there going, what you went, you degenerate went to prison. I don't think that way. I really honestly don't. So, but my thought was, is like, how has this guy straightened his life out? How is it hmm. this way? You know, how did you get, that's why I was very curious to find out, you know, because it's, it's a very, you gotta, I mean, I'm sure you know, but I mean, that's a very unusual thing for someone to go and straighten themselves out. Like, you know, it's possible. I mean, especially coming back to the place you're from because all your friends want to see you. Right. And. Yeah, you know they some of them come running at you and going, you just right. got out, you know, let's get high, let's have some yeah. fun. Oh, yeah. I, I was faced with some, some predicaments where I was right there with it where they was doing it. Me and another guy was going out of town to work, but I, I didn't – he had been through similar same situations, but he he perceived to, to get off involved again, but me, I – Yeah. I know where that will take you. Yes, sir. I've been there. And that was my rock bottom. You know what I mean? Everybody's rock bottom's not the same. Yeah. But, yeah, you're right. I mean, and, and I don't want to be around anybody on it. You know what I mean? And I can tell. I, 
you know, I've been around enough of them. I can tell. I can tell you have or you are. Do you still? Do you still have the, the want or the that? I, I don't have the want. I I will say that that, yeah. You know, you're watching something on TV, and maybe you see they're they're doing the dirty deed there, and and just for a second you get that. Yeah, I ain't gonna lie. Yeah. Yeah, but uh, that's as that, far as it goes. That's on the front of my mind, but the back of my mind says, hey, <laughs> <laughs> "You know where that'll take you, Tony boy." Yeah, you done been there. Yeah. Yeah, I don't want to go back to waiting this line to get in that line. <laughs> yeah. Huh. Well, that's a, you know it, it's a, it, it in there is no way to look at it as it's not a success story. I'm sorry. I mean, it's just uh, oh, a hundred percent. If you had to pick a scenario to me for someone to go through, not and not to make it anything less than what it was, I'm just saying if it had to go that way for somebody, yours is textbook what I would assume people would want it to be. Basically, you know what I mean. That well, I appreciate that. Well, I'm, I mean, I, that's just me just getting to know you. You know, I mean, I've known you, what, since right before Christmas. So. You don't know him, he said. Like five months. Well, I don't. I didn't say that, didn't I? I, I don't well. He knows but, that guy he works with. Well, I know this. <laughs> I know uh, before I knew anything about you being in trouble or anything, I had already seen, we drove by your house once, so I knew, you know, kind of from the outside how you lived. I could see the really nice place. I mean, he has a very nice place, and it's worth a shit ton of money where it sits he could sell it and make hundreds of thousands of dollars off of it no kidding i mean it's very nice you know and and that's where that's what i say about to it's hard to get the full effect of of uh basically what you came from to what you are it, that that's what I'm trying to illustrate. Not just here sitting is, here and talking. To, yeah, right. I mean, I mean, it's you have a really good job. I know because I do it too, and it's the best job I've ever had. I mean, I'm gonna I say do. that right up front. You know, um, so to say that, um, this is what I if if anyone ever hears this and and they think that uh, they want to say that just because somebody's been to prison that they're a certain type of person, and I, I got to call bullshit on it. I mean, I think you're living proof of that. Right, I agree. You know? right. I mean, there's, you don't, you don't have to, just because someone's been in trouble or they've done something does not mean that they're that particular person, you know? I mean, there's plenty of them. Now, right. I've known plenty of them that can't, those can't get rights, you know, like yeah. off of uh, what you, uh, that movie, what is it called? Uh, damn it. Yeah. I don't know you're telling Murphy the story. Movie. But anyways, and, and there's a guy of, uh, Life is the name of the movie, matter of fact. That's right. That's right. Yeah. And, yeah. and yeah. the guy's yeah. name is Can't Get Right, you know? And there's, Murphy. Yeah, and there's there's people out there that are those people, you know. But you know, I, that's why I was just shocked. I thought I just knew you were pulling my chain the whole time. I was like, this dude ain't never been in prison. He's full of shit. <laughs> you know, right? he ain't never been in no trouble. He is, huh? and, and you know, you do have the gift of gab. So I well, knew. I'm getting I, better. I, I'm I thought getting I was better. getting my. my <laughs> I'm getting better. But whenever you told me the story about the Indian man catching you, I knew then you <laughs> no can't one. make that shit up. <laughs> right. Yeah. I can still see his face. Uh, yeah. Well. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to ask your question, but it's. Uh, it's okay. Go well, on. well, sometimes when you're in the middle of it, do you, does, it, does his face oh, pop no. up in? Oh, no. Hell no. <laughs> 
Well, it is now. I, I, only when I'm talking to Luke, I think about that. Okay. <laughs> well, I appreciate you that honor. Uh, you would have never thought of that question, right? No, I wouldn't. It's funny, though. <laughs> yeah. It's funny. No, it's I, a good question, damn it. Yeah. I, I very rarely think of that, that, that old man. Unless, he, was, he was all right. I mean, we, right, right. He just, he just accidentally walked in. Up, right. Yeah. <laughs> caught me in a bad moment. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, yeah. I've been yeah. waiting. I've been waiting for months for you to be able to tell that story on this yeah. podcast. Yeah, man. he and has because he's told yeah. me. I was he like, goes, you wait, he has got a, story. a story. Yeah, I'm telling you, man, it's one of the funniest things I've ever heard in my life. It, it's kind of embarrassing, but on the second hand, hell, I'm human. Right. Yeah, yeah. that's right. That, that's what I'm saying about, and that's one of the, the biggest points about your what the story that you've told so far to me is. I mean, over and over again, it just even as you're telling it is. People are just people. You know, I, I think it's a mistake for someone to think that they're something more than somebody else. I mean, you were, it, it, you're susceptible to making bad choices like anybody else is. That could have been you. I'm telling you. It, it's a wonder it at times been, in my life that it hadn't been me. Well, you know, much as you're a dry tweaker, it sure has. Well, that's, uh, <laughs> well and, and being scared of getting in trouble was the only thing that kept me from it. I, I you think know. them prison stories is the only thing that kept you from doing it. Uh, you may be right. I, well, that time I went to jail, I'm telling you, I didn't belong there. Yeah, you you know what I mean? I'm too soft. I, I ain't got yeah. no, there's no reason for me to be in there. I don't belong there. <laughs> you know? I didn't even want to talk to anybody. I, di I didn't speak a word to anybody until they wanted my food. <laughs> and I let them have my food. I didn't do like on life where he goes, you tell him to get his own cornbread. Mm, I gave him my cornbread. You I'm just like, give him your food? Damn right I did. I didn't trust the trustees not to do something to it. Oh, uh, yeah, okay. That's what I told Donnie. I had all these preconceived notions about how things were done. And, you know, and, well, you got you got people in there that, um, in my head, I'm thinking, well, they don't care about anything. You know, they're getting trusted. They've done whatever it takes to get trusted by the people in charge to fix your food. And they're just thinking, well, this guy's just an old convict like me, you know. I'll, I'll put a little special sauce in there and, <laughs> and laugh about it, you know what I mean? So I'm... Mm -mm. All I think was I'm not eating nothing in here. Hey, you know? the only thing about being in that chow hall is is you get extra privileges, eating wise. Oh yeah, yeah. And did you now was your job always in the chow hall? I oh mean, no, even when you came to Jackie Brown, no, I worked on the farm. Yeah, but when you went out to the farm, you had to be hungry. Then you're like, dang it, I, I wish I, I was back in the chow hall. Kind of. They send you a lunch. You, you when you walk through that gate, you grab your sack and it's got an apple. It's got a bologna sandwich in it. Oh my gosh! So you're like great bologna. I'm at. It's pretty good. I worked on a farm, so we had in the summertime we had a little garden. Oh, okay. So you go get you some peppers. tomatoes or whatever. Yeah, yeah man. That wouldn't be better. bad. No, that, that would be well, better. I mean, that was one of my highlights of prison. Other than that one time I got caught masturbating. <laughs> <laughs> That's a highlight for me for sure. <laughs> Too, no, though. but I'll never forget your story. <laughs> I won't either, far as long I'm as I live. Ask your wife here in a minute. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I, uh, what? Um, now you got me thinking about whenever you were working on the farm, real quick. I don't want to. Yeah, because you skipped on, but... right over Bowley. Well, I know. I, well, I worked on the farm in both places. Oh, you did? Yeah. I, I don't know where Bowley is. Kitchen in both places. Um, Prague, Oklahoma. Oh, okay. You know, uh, actually, it's east of Prague, Oklahoma. Okay. Yep. Yeah, yeah, I knew about that but place. They I had a bank it. there one time, Bonnie and Clyde. Oh, okay. It. 
Wow. Yep. They got an all black rodeo there. Hmm. Well, now, um, when you're working on the farm, I mean, is it just they got like a garden, they got cattle to feed, that kind of thing? Or? Cattle, haul hay. When I first got there, I don't know. On my job, the first day they took me out there, me and another guy we hired on the same day, they give us weed whackers. You know what a weed whacker mm-hmm. is? It's not a weed whack, weed eater. It's right. a weed whacker. Yes, sir. First two days, that's what I did all day. Yeah. My uncle just gave me one two days ago. Oh, man. It's workhouse. Yeah. Yeah, it was bad. And then it, and then we would we would cut firewood, and they would sell the firewood. Okay? But when we cut a tree down over there around the bully, we would we'd cut it up. Firewood, we'd haul all the firewood off, put it in the stack, split it. Then we'd haul all the brush over here to the burn pile, and then we would dig up the stump. Damn. Damn. It was a massive hole to dig up, dig up a stump. That would suck. Yeah. That's a lot of digging. Yeah. One day I counted the rings on the tree. It was like over 80 years old that that we had cut down and dug up. Damn. It takes a big hoe. Yeah, I would guess so. To get an 80-year-old tree out. Huh. Sheesh. Yeah. But, uh, you know, do they... Uh... How hard do they push you? I mean, as far as, I mean, do you need to stay moving or? Uh, depends on what task you're on, pretty much. But, yeah. Is I that... mean, you, you're going to you're gonna work, and if you ain't getting done, they're going to get on your ass. Yeah. It was a couple, well, the warm farm boss, he didn't really like me in the beginning, but he, he warmed up to me when he found out that I was who I am. And But there was the other one, he was a freaking straight up dickhead. Huh. And his name happened to be Dick. Oh, yeah. That always helps yeah. out. Yeah. Yeah, he was straight up dickhead. I didn't like him. So he just had a chip on the shoulder all the time? Nah, about military guy. Yeah, he had a chip on the shoulder. And they all think they're better than the inmates. You know what I mean? Yeah. You POS, you're in prison. I'm a guard. Look at me. See my badge? I don't have a gun, <laughs> but see my badge? <laughs> <laughs> well, I could see how that would be that definitely that rub there. You know, I could see. Yeah. And when I got to, to, to Jackie Brandon, I mean, there was some people I went to high school. They were guards. Okay? Oh, yeah. And one guy, he was a freaking uh, colonel or whatever. I don't I don't remember what he was, but he was way up there. Straight up dickhead. Known this guy all my life. He's straight up freaking dickhead. He, he was a dickhead to you as when you were an inmate or just was in life before? Uh, he, he was not a dickhead to me, but he was a dickhead to them other inmates. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Straight up dickhead. I mean, jackass. Huh. Yeah, it's, it's I've, I've known people that, that have done that for a living, and some of them, you're not surprised that they don't last very long doing it because they're yeah. shitheads when they get up there and they end up running them off, you know, because they won't, yeah. won't act right towards people. And they Like one guy I talked to, he'd worked in the oil field forever, and then he told me one day that he's going to work at the prison. And, uh, and I, I remember thinking, dude, you got the wrong personality for this. You know I mean? He's kind of one of them people that's always looking to be in charge. So I thought somebody's going to shank his ass. You know what I mean? Somebody's going to beat this guy half to death or something mm-hmm. like that. And he didn't, he didn't make it very long. I think he, he yeah. didn't even make six months, I think. And they he ended up firing him, you know? Yeah. You know, the, the, the police, they got the power of the pen. You know, they got to do is write you up and that's going to add days on to your sentence. Yeah, they do got you in a spot. And they, they, yeah, they, and some of them know how to abuse it. 
But there's also some of them they know how to get along with people. Right. Did you ever get written up for anything? Almost. Oh. Almost. Like I said before, when I was at Jackie Brandon, my house was right here, and straight across the hallway was the bathroom. Okay, remember I told you account time. Yeah. You better be on your bunk because they're going to come in and they're going to – otherwise, you're escapee. You're going to face escape. Well, as soon as they – you know, they leave, I got pissed. I would go right over there and piss, come back in my house. And before I get back in there, that that guard backtracks, little jackass. Yeah. And they took it up. I had to go see the union manager. Damn. And she had it all on paper, and she said, one more time, I see you in here one more time. I'm, I'm going to send this on through. But Damn. That, that's as close as I got to getting wrote up. I was in prison to get out. I wouldn't yeah. I wouldn't crash down in. I mean, I did some stupid shit. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> did you explain yourself? Like, I just needed to pee, and I was uh, in there? Uh, pretty much. Pretty much. I mean, I'm right there. I mean, I realize it's count time, but they've already counted. And in a few minutes, they're going to say, count's clear, count's clear. And oh, they need to move around. They hadn't cleared it yet? They hadn't cleared count. Oh. You're supposed to stay on your bunk until they clear count. That was probably normal for people to do that, right? Uh, uh, pretty much. You say I've seen somebody do it. Yeah. But when I mean, you got to piss, you got to piss. Mm-hmm. I was going to say, if, if they'd already counted me, I would assume, like you said, they're already gone. Like, hell, might as well go back to normal or whatever. Rules are rules, and I'm above you. Yeah. Because you're inmate, I'm police. Mm. I almost wore my shirt and said inmate on the back of it. <laughs> do you have one? A couple. Why wouldn't really? he? I don't, do they let you take your shit home? Well, I kind of heisted it a little bit. Oh, yeah. Memories, huh? I, mean, I want to just make sure people knew. I want to scare people like you. I'd wear my inmate shirt. Like, oh. Look at my back. <laughs> I've always wanted to go out by the prison and hitchhike and just video oh, it. Oh, yeah. Video oh, it. Yeah. See what happens? Video so it for the That's a good way podcast. to end up in that motherfucker yeah. is what that is. Yeah. Maybe you should wear my inmate shirt when you do that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not kidding. I'm serious. Dude. I think it would be a great skit. No Put way. Put some orange on and get out there and start hitchhiking. Dude, Hell it would no. be hilarious. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You know what you'll get? It would be pretty good. Yeah. You'll get somebody, one of those cops will come out there and say, this is not a funny joke. And, and I would you're say. You're going to go to jail for a day. I would say. Shit. You know nah, what they mean? wouldn't put you in jail. I would say it's it's a funny joke. They'd want to know what your number was. Hey, well, what's your number? No, it'd be like, yeah. Say, <laughs> we're actually looking for somebody. 6969, six, nine, yeah. bitch. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> you're old, ain't you? You've been in prison a long time. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you ain't going to forget that, huh? I haven't yet. I want to. I forgot a lot of stuff. But I think what's weird is 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 I had dreams. I even had deja vu of prison. Where 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 I was in prison and and uh, something happened right there and I'd seen that in my head before. It was like a dream. Huh. And sometimes I still dream about prison. Really? Not not like I used to, but yeah. Sometimes I still have dreams. That you're still in there or whatever. Is it a great yeah, feeling? Well, when... What's weird? It, it'll be more like doing drugs, and I'll oh, I can't do that. I'll go back to prison. Oh shit! Yeah. yeah. I mean, I'll, I'll be afraid, but sometimes I still go ahead and do it during the dream. But 
Sometimes I don't. I bet you're glad when you wake up. I was going to say, oh, it's a great feeling when you wake it's, up. It's a freaking relief. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I didn't really do no dope. Yeah. I'm still good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. kind of weird. Hell yeah. Well, that's a, you know, that's a, a major event in your life. So I don't see how that wouldn't almost tattoo that in your mind, you know, as yeah. something that would always be there. Yeah. I mean, you have dreams, don't you? Yeah. Me too. You ever have prison dreams? No. You never been. Had I've had. I've had. Uh, I had a dream. I was in jail before. Yeah. I did. I. I don't remember the dream exactly, but I remember thinking when I woke up, "Thank God that was a dream." You know, like oh, the, yeah. the ultimate relief of. Oh yeah. You know, it's better than oh, I'm not dead. I mean, it was that good. You know, like oh god, because I was terrified when I was in jail. I don't know. I. I like I said, I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't be good. I'd have breakdowns every day or some shit. You know what I mean? That's like that. I'd probably be terrified, too. Yeah. Yeah. They're like, Ugh. Well, <laughs> according to him. Hey, dude. He's got a flat ass. I'm telling you right now. <laughs> you don't want to go in there. <laughs> that ain't no place. I've told that story to my sons, you know, because, you know, one of them's 19 and one of them is 15. And, uh. You know, I, I've told that story of going to jail for a DUI several times in their life because just like your story, there's a lot of lessons to be learned from this shit. You know, take it from a dude who went through it. Mm -hmm. This is not something you want to do, you know, and it and it can happen to you. It, right. You ain't exempt from it. And that, that's right. You know, you get I got, especially whenever I was young, when I was 21, when I got in trouble, I had it in my head that I had it figured out. I was smarter than all these other people, you know. I, how can I get a DUI? I'm friends with guys that are cops. They're, I'm not going to get a DUI. I'm going to get out of it, you know. And I did not get out of it. Yeah, me either. They took me right to jail. A highway patrol did. Trooper James. See, some shit like that that you think you wouldn't remember, but I remember the man's last name. He wouldn't tell me his first name because I asked him. Because I was drunk whenever he picked me up. I was like, what's your name? He's like, Trooper James. I go, what's your first name? Trooper. <laughs> like, oh, okay that's what he said to me i'll never forget it and i was drunk as shit you know i told him you got me you got me drunk bad <laughs> he goes i know you know but yeah and i can't remember you know this i can't remember what the field pressure was today at hoss whenever i was there but i remember that man and i remember what he said to me and i remember the shit i went through when i was in jail it's a mm -hmm. do you remember what hoss is at i do remember where it is oh, okay now, I've been going there since before I worked with y'all. So oh. they asked me about it. Them guys uh, on the other side, when I went and ate with them the other day, asked me about it over there. Is there any water over there in that skid? I was like, drive over there and look. You should have said, said it's full. Yeah, I should have. I don't know. Well, it is. Somebody must be coming and pulling water out of it because that skid doesn't stand full like it should. Sometimes it'll be above it. Oh, it see, they're supposed to go by there and check it. Right, right. I know, because I've, I've heard them tell them to do it, and they don't do it. So when they, if they ever listen to it, which they both say they don't listen to the podcast, I know it's a damn lie. So when you do, go check Hoss for the water, because I'm not doing it. <laughs> I got my own shit to do over there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to stop right there. I don't want to. Oh, yeah. We don't get rolling in the world. Well, I mean, yeah. But anyway, suffice it to say, it's a very... Um, as as tough of a thing as it was for you, it's a very uplifting story. That's what I like about it. Is at the end of the day, you do well for yourself, and I'm glad. I, Thank you. I mean, 
there's been plenty of people that's been in trouble like that that I thought, well, that makes sense. And they won't stop and they won't quit until they're in the deepest of shit or they got nothing. Right. Or they live in a house with rock no. bottom. Yeah. How long did it take you to get back to normal life, you think? Normal life? Yeah. I mean, how, how, I know when you got out, you're probably a little bit nervous. Absolutely was. Or a lot nervous. Humility. A lot of humility. You how know, long? How long I, do you think it took you to get over that? Eh, probably six months at least. Yeah, at least. Did you have it, a feeling? It, it like, don't bother me no more. I was gonna say, did you feel like you were like, oh God, you know, are they about to come get me and take me back in there or something uh, like that? No, no, no. I never felt like that. Done your time. Hell with it. Well, I mean, you gotta do something wrong. Yeah. 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 Yep. I just know a lot of people are probably going to listen to this and maybe be in the same situation. Maybe they're just fresh out of jail, not even maybe not even prison, right. or they're facing prison, or they're facing jail, or they're face you know. And uh, I think uh, your story is, I think it's awesome. Yeah, a man ought to come out and hold hold his head high when he does the shit the way it's supposed to be done. I mean, there ain't yeah, no, I, for sure. I, I don't see the the shame in your situation. Not I mean, at all. I, I don't see there, you know, I don't see how that could be looked upon in a bad way. I just don't. I mean, how could you when you, we all know people that continue, continue to do, you know. Well, I know people ain't worth and, a shit. And I'm not even talking about just meth. I'm talking about anything. Just, you know, just living the, uh, you know. Living that on that edge. Yeah. Or living the wrong life, I guess. But I don't, I, I, hey, teach his own, you know. However they right. want to live it, live it. But. Right. That's kind of how I feel about well, the whole thing. I, I don't, I don't, I don't walk around in fear, Donnie, unless it's late at night and he's talking about how he, you know caught the Indian guy. And I'm not gay, but I got gay tendencies. <laughs> yeah. Then I'm whenever I'm I'm bent over working on something in the middle of the night, I'm <laughs> keep my eye on him, you know. Yeah, because I've been to prison. He's profiling me. Don't let him bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> he's profiling. Yeah. Don't let him bullshit. Uh, yeah, that's not right. You shouldn't do that. Well, yeah. you know that's probably right. <laughs> But right. I, I will say that, you know, pretty much I'm the same person as when I was on meth that I am now. I mean, I took care of business. I had a job the whole time. I just made some bad decisions and got caught up in it and had to, you know, provide for my habit. But I still had to provide for my family, and I did. Yeah. I had two jobs. But like, like you said earlier about it being a blessing you'd probably probably be still doing it. That's absolutely right. Because all after I got busted and before I went, I was still doing it. I did it in the county jail. I did it the day I left for prison. That was the last day I did. You think it would have got a lot worse as far as use and maybe other things you would have Yeah, was your life getting more that way like before you got busted? I mean, were you starting to kind of let things fall between the cracks or anything like that, or were you just kind of maintaining? I, I maintaining. Was you doing like? Was you running around a lot, or was you? What, what do you mean running around? Just uh, typically, if you'd have been home, uh, you know, watching TV, but you, instead you were out doing something else because of fishing the, or whatever. Well, I was or thinking fishing. about moving drugs or something like that. Right. I mean, you uh, had to well, been selling it or whatever. So. When you're doing that deal and then you start cooking it, which I cook some, I mean, you're looking for the ingredients to cook it all the time. You're looking for, or looking for it itself, you know what I mean? 
trying to keep the game going or whatever. Absolutely. I, 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 I was cooking it because I got tired of getting that bullshit. You know what I mean? And then a guy told, told me how to cook it. With that, was even, that was a whole different addiction right there itself. It's kind of like Walter White deal. Like perfecting, perfecting your craft, right? Maybe. I don't know if I was that good, but it was. Well, that's what I'm saying is you were trying to perfect it. Sure. Yep. Yep. And there's so many different ingredients. Different methods and different styles. Yeah. yeah. And hydrous. Well, I didn't, I didn't do that. We call that the monster. Mm. Yeah. It make you hurt. I did the good stuff, you know. Red phosphorus. Yeah, red phosphorus. Ah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I didn't do that janky leg monster. <laughs> Unless I had to. <laughs> then I, if I didn't have no red, I'd take the monster. <laughs> now, uh, so I think that's just crazy, man. I mean, how? so for you said for about 11 years, and you were basically living that dual life thing. 11 years. And your wife at the time didn't suspect it at all. Hmm. I think she, her boyfriends kept her away from that. Mm. She really didn't know. She just kind of turned a blind eye to what you were doing or whatever? I, no, she didn't have no idea. I was professional. Professional dope head. Well, the there's, not a lot, there's not a lot out there like you. You know what I mean? <laughs> right. Because there they, is some, though. There, There is some. There is. I know uh, uh, some good stories. Oh, can we hear some? Well, I mean, I'm not going to mention no names. Well, we don't want to hear no names. I, I I know some people that you know that I dealt with, and and in that circle, birds of a feather flock together, and they're doing well. They function, and as far as I know, and best I can tell by their jobs, they're doing well. Yeah, I've known I've known some people that. Uh, would kind of do it. I, I you might want to call it recreationally or whatever. You know, like. Whenever they go to, like, they like to party on the weekends or whatever, they're grown people too that are, like you was talking about, they have jobs, they have, they take drug tests, they do all these things, but they figured out ways to, to live right. and do that stuff. It's crazy. You yeah. know what I mean? That yeah. double, that double life thing. It, where you, it, you're dancing with the devil is all I got to say. Cause, cause it can, at have, any time, it can have you. Well, like you said, you get into one scenario, just the wrong scenario where, uh, you know, somebody sets up on you and that's, that's the end of the yeah. the run, I guess. It, it, it can happen that easy. But and see, I always thought I was not – I that's why I wouldn't do it because I was – everybody I ever knew, I always knew idiots that were doing it, though. They were, they were constantly getting caught, constantly getting in trouble, and it ruined everybody's life, so I was always like, mm-hmm, I'm not – well, that's good. And it seems like they're doing a little bit more than anybody else, you know. Well, well, that's what I mean about, you know, whenever I've had it offered, the people that offered it to me, I was just like, I don't want to live like this. You know I mean? I'd be at some fucking ramshackle place with barely had electricity and cigarette holes and everything and everything's, you know, and I'm like, they're like, hey, man, you want you want a bump? You know, they're lining it up over there. And I'm like, I came here to buy pot. I didn't come here for this shit. You know what I mean? I, no, thank you. You know. Uh, that, it's been a long time ago. I mean, it's many, many years ago. But, but yeah, you look around and you think, I don't know. I don't want this for myself. So I thought that's the only way that it was. Was like, it it sucked the life out of everything it touched and it what will. what in my head, you know. So I it just, will. 
That's good. But that's what I say about you didn't. that's the only thing that stopped me. Not that it was not that I looked at it as bad because whenever I was first out of high school, I didn't look at anything as bad. I mean, I was just like, whatever we want to do any given day, you know. So it wasn't because I was such a great guy that I didn't do it right. or whatever. Well, I'm wondering what the difference is to somebody like you who could maintain versus somebody who can't. And, you know, a lot of them, you know, they may have a good job at one point and they can just, you know, they're just using it to get by. But all of a sudden they don't have a job anymore. They don't have any teeth anymore. Mm-hmm. And they're stealing stuff because they don't, you know, they, they've got to maintain the habit. Yeah. And so um, I've, I've always wondered what the difference was. Just that's, in personality, hard, hard to call. I mean, every, we're all different, but same but different. I mean, some people are strong-minded, some weak-minded. I mean, I don't know. Yeah, it, it, it. I know that it will get you and make you. Your your whole focus will be on getting some more. Yeah, getting that's what I've always noticed too. People get obsessed with it, like not just doing it, with having it. Looking for it. It's like, that's all they do, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Do you have any um, opinions on legalizing it? Oh, hell no. (laughs) Hell no. Absolutely not. You know, Hitler's the one that started that deal. Just legalizing everything? No. No, Hitler, he wanted a soldier that could go all day and all night and not eat very much. And that's what it'll do to you. That's where it originally come from. His scientists. You know, it's funny. What I've been told. There's a lot of, they in the like the 50s, like 40s and 50s, there was a bunch of experiments done with all kinds of LSD and everything else, you know, where they were testing. Some of it was military testing that it's come out because they were trying to see if they could give it to troops to get more. They're still testing. Yeah. To see you if they could I mean? get more, um, what would you say, performance out yeah. of it, you know. I Man. think that's just crazy. Well. It'll make you perform. Well, think about the science and the chemistry it takes to even make that shit. You know what I mean? A street kid that smokes weed didn't come up with being able to make methamphetamine. They learned it from somebody. You know what That's I mean? Right. Somebody that know, knew how to put the compounds together. Yeah. I mean, just just by watching the show Breaking Bad, and even though that's a TV show, some of the things they talk about is real science shit. So, you know, it's not just... Splitting atoms. Yeah. I mean... it. It, what does he say, uh, the comic? He says, uh, put baking soda in water and mix it together. I don't know how you make it, but, I mean, you know, it takes somebody knowing how oh, to be yeah. able to do it. Cat so. Williams. Yeah, that's what it is, yeah. But uh, I, it didn't just come from, you know, what you would say screw-ups or whatever you want to call it, you know. I mean, it didn't. it was given to people. That shit was made by somebody that understood how to make that kind of shit. So. Mm-hmm. But we could go all night on conspiracy theories. Get started down that Word. rabbit hole. Word. But anyway, well, what else? You got any other stories you want to tell us about prison? Well, it was that one night at band camp. No, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> they don't have band. Okay, I got one story I'll tell you in prison. It's pretty fun. Uh, you know, I love the fish, okay? Mm-hmm. I love the fish. And every morning when I was at Bowley, it sounds kind of weird, but it, just go with me. You know, we're walking up through here, and we're going to the chow hall, and there's like four shit ponds right out here on this side of the chow hall. And they had this, you walk through there, and they had this certain look, you know, the way, way the wind's blowing or whatever. 
and, and I was thinking in my mind about the fishing. You know, boy, that looks like perfect fishing water, knowing it's a shit pond. Okay. <laughs> anyway, and and the guys that I was hanging with, the white boys I was hanging with, they got to where, you know, that one, the one that I told you was looking out for me when I first got the bully, and he said, "Man, you can't be throwing them horseshoes right now." And he kind of, yeah, he helped me helped me through. His name was Mark, and uh, been in for eighteen years. Anyway. He, he got out while I was there. But uh, one day they got me over there. He said, we're sitting there at breakfast. There's like four of us. We'd go to breakfast every morning. <clears throat> and uh, he said he said to that one guy, you know, I'm I'm the the fish. I'm the new guy. And and he said to that, he said, he says, have you signed up for the fishing trip? And when they said that, I went, I guess. He said, no, I haven't. He said, he he said, you fish, buddy. They call me buddy in prison. If, if you, did you sign up? I said, no, I didn't know they had one. Yeah, you go to the unit manager's office and sign oh, up for shit. a fishing trip. My God. <laughs> I'm doing this I shit. love to fish, you know what I mean? The <laughs> pond, I'm coming over here to breakfast and it looks this perfect. I'm thinking, well, I went up there one day at the unit manager's office. After that, it was, wasn't that day, but it was like the next day. I told him, I said, I want to sign up for the fishing trip. And the, he said, hey, in his office. Because he knew the, you were serious. Yeah, in the unit manager's office, they, they turn around like this. They got a window they can see out over the pod, you know, see everything going. And there's a pod on the other side they can see over there. And he turned around. He looked out there to see if them other inmates was out there looking. He said, boy, you're in prison. In prison, they ain't no fucking trip. <laughs> he knew that they got me. He looked yeah. out there to see if they was laughing and carrying on. Yeah, he said, "Boy, you in prison? You ain't getting to go fishing." Uh, yeah, <laughs> they call me fish from then on. Yeah, what's see. up, fish? <laughs> <laughs> hey, fish. Yeah. Yeah, Donnie will do that shit to you in life too. Funny. He he'll send me on why I have to watch myself. Come on, you know I wouldn't yeah, do you. Yeah, give me some bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> you bullshit. Send you on a fishing trip. It, it doesn't matter what it tells me. I always weigh it every time. If he tells me something is a certain way, I always think, is he trying to, you know, make me look like a jackass here? Let me make sure. Yeah, because I feel like he could keep a straight face pretty damn sure can. <laughs> as good natured as he is, he can be serious. It, you know, that's a funny thing about his his personality because he can change and be serious real quick, right. you know, and change Learned back. That from my ex-wife. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's what I have to watch him because sometimes he'll use that that switch to make me believe some bullshit. You know what I mean? He'll be real. No, no, you know. And uh, so I watch him because he'll end up laughing. He can't hold it out eventually. <laughs> Or smiling or something like that. Well, he don't want yeah, to think he'll it. Yeah, say that. I, th I think he's. See, I think he says that. I think he could hold it. I think he could yeah. hold it. He just don't want to. He don't want to send you down that hole. Well, he likes to jack with me though. You know, that's fine. I, do. I expect he's not. He's gonna, he's not going to let you go that far. No. Like with Greg Cecil, you know. Yeah. <laughs> he told me he's like, hey, I need you to climb up in that that uh, uh, duck system. You know, with mm -hmm. all that insulation and stuff in it. We was at the Tallahanna store, which burned down. We were all putting brand new air conditioner unit in it, you know, and uh, he was serious, okay. And I was looked up at it, and I was like, "Man, I I know he's BSing me, but you know, he's got a straight look on his face." And I just kind of stood there for a second, and he started laughing, and I was like, "Oh my gosh, dude. shit!" He sent me into many. I worked for him, all kinds of stuff like that. I didn't need to go up there, though. You yeah. probably need to go up. There. Yeah, I had or to. he didn't like you. 
He no, liked me. Hey, he, <laughs> I, th- I felt like he liked me, maybe. <laughs> hey, I was going to ask you, too. Okay, Mark, the guy that you got to be buddies with, do you keep in contact with him? Yeah, I want to ask that, too. No. You don't have anything to do None with it? Nobody. No, there was Not no, even the Indian guy? No. Okay. Other than that one time. <laughs> uh, there was one guy, old man named Jack. He was in there five times for DUIs all the time. I I called him a couple times, and then it was that was it. Huh. He's a pretty good old man. Yep. I'm what not, was what was Mark in there for? He's in there that long in minimum security. He worked his way down. Oh, okay. So he he had some big yeah. trouble that he got. Remember, I told you people they when they get the minimum they want to act right because they're trying to go home. Yeah, yeah. I when see. you're up there and them other ones medium and you may not care. Yeah. Uh, I, I can't. I I can't remember. I was just wondering if he had been in minimum all them years. Why he got eighteen no. years of minimum? Like no, damn. He, no, he wasn't in minimum. He started behind the wall somewhere. Okay. Did your sons visit you a lot while you were in there? I had visitors. My mother and stepdad came religiously every other week. Wow. Yeah. And my mother put me money on the books where I'd go to canteen and get my ice cream. Well, see, I attribute uh, my brother uh, in in his days, I probably shouldn't say it that way, my family member uh, to, he, he was deep in the meth industry for a long time and got completely out and been out of it for years and years and years and doesn't even dream about touching it but i i I attribute uh our mother to him eventually seeing that that ain't what he needs to be doing you know he didn't go to prison thank goodness but i think that one of the big differences we talked about a while ago i wonder what the difference is you know, having somebody there, having a praying mother and somebody that's worried about you all the time and, and knowing that you got that out there. There's a lot of people that's in that stuff that don't have that. You know, right. They ain't got nobody. No you know? support. No support. Yeah, they're just rolling around this world trying to figure out what to do. And, yeah. and when you ain't got anybody to fall back on, then it's easy to get headed down the wrong way, I think. Well, I mean, it kind of goes back to where he was when he first got arrested and he didn't they, he didn't know any better. And, and and he had support, but they didn't know any better either. So he took a seven year, you know, deal that probably, you know, probably shouldn't have had to take. But it was a three year, you know, and it, it all turned out to be, you know, good. A blessing. Yeah. Yep. Well, I'm glad. It's that's why I was really glad when you agreed to do this. I was really glad because it's something that. Anybody can hear, you can apply it to a lot of things, but I mean, any, especially young folks that uh, maybe think that they got it figured out like I used to or something like that and, and think it can happen to you, you know, this is, our, it, this is our best one yet. I, I agree with you. I knew it was going to be, I knew we can, we can, ha- we, we can BS and joke and, and we've had some good guests on in the, in the past that's provided, you know, a lot of value, but this right here. I mean, uh, this takes the cake. I knew it. I knew. And that's what I, I didn't want to tell you too much about, Donnie. You know, I've been not secretive, but like I wanted to wait and let you hear it, you know, that kind of thing like that. But but I knew Th- this is not, you know, your story is, it's rare, very rare. You know, it's a very unique thing. And, and, uh, and whenever you were, you started explaining, you know, kind of what you'd been through, I thought. You know, uh, it, what a great story, and what a neat thing to be able to tell other people 
without you having to go like to AA meetings or something like that. And if that's something that you want to do, I'm not saying there's anything wrong with that, but I'm just saying, you know, it's a really neat, I think, um, if there's something good to come out of those kind of things, it's, it's to help somebody else. That's the same reason why I tell about my damn, uh, weight loss surgery. It's not to promote weight loss surgery necessarily, but it's more like there, there is, uh, there's things out there that people may not know about, you know? And when you ask, well, what's the podcast about, you know, everybody always it says, well, what's it about? What are you, what are you guys talking about? And it, to me, the whole focus is is to shine a light on something that may that somebody might not know about. You know, share some information. Hell, we didn't know. I've never, you know, I've talked to you more about you being in prison than I ever have anybody I've ever known that's went to prison. You know, I've known a few people that have gone. You know, but you're very open about it. I think probably because you saw the value in what you went through, and these other people didn't. They didn't see the value in it. You know what I mean? It was a big old. Well, I got screwed around, you know, and, and, and that's the only thing they got out of it is don't trust nobody, you know, and, and I think that's right. unfortunate. Have you had anybody come up to you and that needed help and and you tell your story mm. to them and not, not you knowingly, know? not okay. knowingly. Uh, that's what I was going to ask. But, you know, I, I, I will say this. I was around some, some folks and that you knew needed to hear it. Uh, well, no, I didn't have to be nothing said. They knew me and they knew where I've been, mm. this particular person. And and he told me the other day, I seen him in a fish fry, and he said, he said that, you know, I want to be the, be like that Donnie Short. And, wow. And, and you know, because he, he knew me when I was doing that deal, which, mind you, I'm the same person. I'm the same person. I just was doing the math. You know what I mean? But he said, he said, I want to be that Donnie Short and get my – shit back together it made me feel well hell yeah, yeah. I mean, I, and and if i could be that inspiration to anybody on this deal man let it be yeah i agree 100 percent. because because there's life after meth if you want it right if you want it it's there i mean yeah just say no and and i've been blessed like i said you know how pardon from the governor and all that yeah yeah, I mean, it's almost like a full circle thing. It's almost like a movie. When, especially, I know more about it now, right at this moment, than I've ever known yet. And it, it, it is like it would make a hellacious movie. You know what I mean? That that story is just—it's almost unheard of. You know what I mean? I mean, yeah, right up to the old Indian man. Yeah, well, that's what—that's <laughs> what I was going to say. What I, the main thing that I've taken away from it is that I make sure that damn door's locked. You know what I mean? You're in prison, boy. There ain't no locked well, doors. In in my life, the way my life is shaped, kind of like there ain't no fishing. You ain't going fishing. You're in prison. <laughs> the old reality check, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it's uh, well, I appreciate you doing. I'm glad that you're open enough about it. You know, because you know, there's plenty of people that are kind of private about it. One guy that I know is very private, but he went to, I think he was in medium security, and I think he's probably seen and 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 done some things that he's not very proud of. So he's kind of off about it right I, I, i'm sure there's a lot of people that's done things they're not proud of in prison you know that deal i'm just glad it's over yeah and and, and if i could be an inspiration to anybody i let it be well i don't see how you couldn't be like i said it, it's it's a kind of a universal thing that's even if it's not drugs i mean it could be anything alcohol just like the, the 
the guy was in there. He's in there five times. That's crazy, man. And the old Indian man, it's what he was in there for, alcohol. Really? I mean, if you get a DUI, I mean, so many, two, you're going to prison. Yeah, that's right. I mean, it's. Yeah, especially if you, you know, hurt somebody or if somebody else is involved. Well, I mean, the way they are now, they're going to send your ass. You don't even have to be in a wreck. Yeah, I know a guy that's in Texas hiding right now because he's got too many DUIs and he don't want to go to prison. There you go. I love that the look. No on, I love the look on your face. I know this person. You would know the family. You damn sure would. And he's hiding because he don't want to go to prison over DUIs. I ain't no shit. Was he got a warrant out for him or something? Well, I think he. If you get three, is it three or five that you go to prison? Three, three. three I think he yeah. he got the last one and then so like, he skipped whenever he knew that he was going to get in trouble uh, he went and hit out. But he don't have to have nothing, you know. He's kind of. I wish I had a camera over here to see that look on your oh, face. Well, it's, it's 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 just hilarious. Well, you know, I mean, it's, it's hilarious. You, you know, whenever you know some things that you right that uh, <laughs> it's like oh shit, you know what I mean? It's kind of one of them things that it, it makes things real. Well, just like you telling your story, I mean, it it makes it seem like something that could really happen. I mean, I've always I've always thought it could have happened to me. I you know the thought when I went to jail. It put it in my mind perspective-wise about, oh, yeah, well, this is – I spent one – basically one night or one evening. You know, I went to jail like 2 o'clock in the morning, and then I went to general population from like 5 in the morning until I got out. I PR'd at like 11 o'clock in the morning. So I didn't spend just a little while in there. So the thought of, you know, take that and put it on steroids, you know. To the next level. That reaction of it, I mean – it made it real, but not as real as a guy I work with every day. You know, I mean, that's a. I want to get back to the fish fry you were just at. I want to know how I get invited to these fish fries or where they're at. You got to know how to fish. I know how to fish. Yeah, he won't give me no fish. <laughs> you, you, probably not that good. I need to check your freezer and see if you really know how to fish. There's... The man who knows how to fish has Fish You're in right. His freezer. Yeah, but you, well, what's in your freezer? I haven't fished in a long time. <laughs> want, can I, we go in my, and look at your freezer? In my defense, there's no fish in there. There's fish in mine that I did not catch. <laughs> there actually might be a little bit of fish in mine, but it, yeah, no, it's not it's from what I'm. No, no. You might have. No, you I love to fish. You might Even, have you no, 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 no. <laughs> I like. I like to eat. Uh, I like to eat bass. Uh, oh, oh yeah, I'm not a bass. Mm-mm. I was just bitching about this couple you don't days like, ago. Yeah. You don't like bat? Eat no. bat? Mm-mm. What? What do you like? Perch and crappie. Who Period. Eat, who eats perch? Everybody. Someone likes fish. Someone yeah. from Bowlegs. I'm hey, telling you. Hey, you know why he likes perch? Because you told him? Anybody can catch perch. No, that's true. I, I, that is true. Because perch tastes good. And I think that's why I never ate, ate, ate perch because it was just too easy. No, I, I ate perch the first time I was already grown uh, because everybody, I, whenever I was growing up, ate catfish or they ate crappie, period. Or they'd eat sand bass. And I didn't really particularly care for sand bass. But I was at, a, uh, at work and people were frying fish one day. And I grabbed a piece while I was walking by. They were like, can you have all this fish you want? Whatever. So I'm reeking. I was like, man, that's good. What is that, crappie? They're like, no, it's perch. And I said, really? And it was in small pieces. So I, I, was, yeah. like, well, I was like, well, which of this is perch? You know, and they're like this. So I'd try a little crappie, try a little perch. I was like, perch is delicious. It's so, like quail. I mean, yeah, it's I quail is so good, but it's you get just a little bit, yeah. you know. Yeah. So it's not worth it to me. Yeah. Well, that's why you got to have somebody that fishes that will give you fish. I like Donnie's that fish. not one of those people. He won't give I, you fish. I, I just I brought like... you some eggs while ago. You I did mean, give me some eggs. Hey, when you eggs? start making a hand, 
When you start making a hand, I'm like, that's that's how I get. Fish. Damn. Well, I'm never gonna get any fish then. Hey, the less I, I make a hand. Really? Yeah. Yeah. yeah look, look at them left, hands. Look left, at his hands. Left hand. His You'll, hands are softer than my. Oh, butt. I'm <laughs> telling you right now, he's got the softest <laughs> hands you ever seen in your That's life. True. Oh yeah. You talk about somebody anybody's that, got one of them ain't got no working man hands. Yeah. <laughs> it's true, but uh, <laughs> I can't wait, dude. I, we have some friends that I that I'm gonna make sure sees what you just said if they don't see a minute of this damn podcast. <laughs> hey man, I love to race. Okay, if you're if you're listening, I can't tell you're racing. Where's that thing? Well, it's on its it's on its back right now. Where's the wheels? Where's the wheels? Oh no! <laughs> Where's the wheels? In his mind, that's where they're on virtual. that screen. Where's they're virtual. The they're virtual. Hey, I'll tell you what. Oh, if you yeah. walk by and grab a piece that of the steering wheel, no, the steering wheel's on it right no, now. No, that's another he, car. Steering wheel's on it. That's another car. That's the one I had when I was about right out of high school. Oh, you graduated? Uh, yeah, I graduated. That was when he was level one. He's a level uh, right. one. <laughs> <laughs> You getting four for one, are you? <laughs> I got more wheels up there. Oh shit! Yeah, level two and three oh, up there. Oh golly! Yeah, full time job. Looks like Racing. if I had your money, I'd probably burn mine. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> You'd get more gravel. Yeah, <laughs> I need a load right now. I bet, you do. I bet you do. I do. My wife's been taking this shortcut right up through there. Oh, um, I got on her ass for years, and now I started using it. So I got to get some gravel. Yeah, <laughs> it's a nice place over there, man. That's what. Thank he, you. He took me by there one day, and uh, I've been by there before. I just didn't, know, of course, know who lived there or whatever. And, got some uh, got some ponds out there. I got a couple, two little ponds. Mm. Nothing to speak of. So, what do you like to where you like to fish at? And 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 you not know, not asking for your your spot. I just want to know. I know. You mean drop you in drop the water? Point, in the water? A, a pin? A pin. Yeah. You mean drop you a pin? All my sweet spots. That lake you follow? You like yeah. to? Yeah. Got right, a boat I, I live. I don't. I live close to Bug Tussle, so I'm. Oh, okay. He'll tell me spots every now and then, but because he knows I don't fish. Yeah. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? He'll say, "Oh yeah, there's good fishing over there." But anyway. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he's no threat anyway. Yeah. Right, really. He Even if he was fish. fishing. Yeah. yeah, he's he's seen me walk around. He knows I can't yeah. fish. My God, he can't fish. Look, he can't even do this. Yeah, he don't even know how to remember to shut a valve. He's not going to be fishing. <laughs> so you like the bass fish mostly? It's... Sure, I like a crappie fish, bass fish. I like catfish. It's all fun. You ever catch any? Maybe you ought to get you a fishing game. Try it. Oh, it might shit. be better than racing. No, it's not better than racing. But I love to fish. I'd rather I I I, I could fish all day long. Do you ever catch any walleye and you follow? Never have. I'm wondering I've if there's... I've never attempted. Is there walleye in it? I've heard tell. I've heard that there was. Because there is no better but, fish. But I don't, is it? Is that right? You've I've never eaten walleye? walleye. Yeah. What makes them better? Because they got them spiny teeth. Maybe. I don't really know. I had walleye out of... Uh, there was some walleye in, in Carlton. No, Wallace. Lake Wallace, I think. Lake Wayne Wallace. Wayne, Wayne Wallace? Wallace. Yeah, I think there was some walleye in there when I was a kid. It seems like we caught some walleye in there. Maybe we caught some walleye in Sardis, but well, they do come around every. So when often I really time. had walleye was when I was in Canada. Went on a fishing trip to Canada, yeah, and accidentally caught walleye. We were catching that uh, northern pike, yeah, and uh, that's no fun. I mean, that, I mean, it's, yeah, it's not good to me. It was too bony, and and it's like catching bass. You know, you, that's how you fish for it. But then we started trolling for uh, walleye because after we caught walleye. It was the only thing I wanted to eat from then on. Um, uh, you know, yeah. we took a float plane and landed, and they dropped us off, and wow. we were in there. 
So it was a, it, and that's what we were eating was what we caught, you know? Yeah. And my uncle and I, we accidentally caught a walleye and oh my gosh. And, and trolling for him is no fun. You know what I mean? Cause it's just like, you know, you're just out there on the boat, just trolling. And, uh, yeah, that's all I would do. I was like, I ain't, I ain't, I'm not fishing for anything else. Dude. Well, if I was having We're to eat it, I definitely want to catch what I like. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. yeah you know. haven't had any walleye? No. Never have. I've never eaten it either. Never caught one, never ate one. Wow. I've seen pictures of them. That surprised me. It seemed like you'd fish for just about anything. Well, he probably does, yeah. but well, I think walleye is a lot of trolling. I, I think even around here it'd be the same same way. What do you, what does trolling mean? What do you mean? How do you do that? I, I'm not familiar. You Put your bait out there, and the boat is moving very slowly, and you're just holding your pole. Oh, you're kind of snagging then. Just, trolling. Just, just it, not. It, it's kind of like having a race car with no using, wheels. Using the troll motor, yeah. <laughs> it's it is. not really fishing. It is. It's really not. But I promise you this. It's trolling, not fishing. I promise you this. If you eat some walleye, that that's be what you want to eat from now on. All right. Well, I guess trying it. It is. Uh, it's that good. i got to figure out who's got walleye. I don't even know. Well, I'll have to ask my uncle. He'll tell me. I could call him up. No, I can't because my phone is, is the one that's, uh, you know, videoing right now. But Are we going to have him on soon, by the yeah. way? Okay, good. Who's your uncle? Uh, Brian James. Brian James? Mm-hmm. From here? From Wilberton. Well. Is he uh, kid to the sheriff? It was James? They, they call him BJ. That's, oh, his, that's his nickname. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, well, his friends, his friends call him BJ. I call him Uncle Bub. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay. he was he was here last night cutting the stump down in my backyard. Oh, yeah, while I was in Stigler, <laughs> when we were at baseball, he called me up and he goes, "I am I come up here to cut that stump." <laughs> I was like, "He goes, really? I come up here to give you this dog." He brought that dog by my house. He didn't leave it. And for he you? goes, and you got me, didn't you? And I said, you dang right, I did. I said, I'm in Stigler. Oh, because you <laughs> now you got to now you got to cut the stuff. <laughs> well, you don't got to, but you, he goes, it'd be a wasted trip if I didn't. I was like, yeah, that's right. <laughs> he just he thought he he knows when Amy sees the dog, she's gonna want to keep it because she's been wanting a dog. I'm like, if we're gonna get a dog, we're gonna get a manly dog. A manly dog. What, what kind of dog a, was it? What kind of dog? It's a little you? bitty Yorkie. It's something, something like that. I'll tell you something, I have a Yorkie. I, I know you do. I was gonna say, but it ain't a manly dog. Nice. I want a German Shepherd or a, you know. Oh man, I'm telling you, I have a Yorkie that I love with every ounce of my being. Right? I know you do. Let's he let he lets her sleep on his head. Let me tell I've you seen it. Let me tell you something. Okay. Let me so tell you, you something. Can, you, you can never talk, really know a person. You, you can know? talk about my hands. You can talk about my race car, but there ain't no dog sleeping on my head. Hey, I I rarely do this, but I love dogs. I was I would let a dog sleep on my head for real. Hey, I, I was sleepy whenever we got off work earlier, so I went home and I thought we're going to podcast in a little while. I need to take a nap, you know, because I'm 45 years old now. Or almost. Oh my god! So wow. so uh, you know, I got to have my strength. You know, you I get nap? my strength. So uh, I laid down with my Yorkie and I took about an hour nap before we came over here, and she laid right right next to my head it's it, this is a different guy than what i knew when i first met him because he hated dogs i don't hate dogs i just i grew up with them what i, grew up I them in the house and i didn't what like you told me you were gonna do that day uh, that dog that's hanging around well, your I've work. Killed dogs yeah but i mean you can love dogs and kill them no you can't yeah you can sure you can see no he killed a dog killer i know me right well i would kill i would kill strays 
If that, well, like at the aiming plant I used to work I at, I don't want to talk Wagner, about. I don't want to talk about this. People dude, would drop dogs off there all the time. You're about to get our, our pod, You're about to get our podcast shut down. <laughs> well, I, mean, what do you, I don't want to get hate mail. I love dogs. Well, you you gonna <laughs> let them stand out there and know. starve, or are you gonna take? You know, I mean, what are you gonna do with them? They're not gonna starve. They've That's, been here longer there, than you have. It's kind of like everybody wondering where the who those buffalo belong to. <laughs> you know, have you heard that the buffalo that they well, found, like six buffalo or whatever? And like, whose buffalo are these? Yeah, but you don't. This is their land, sir. You know, <laughs> they've been here a long time. Well, nobody dropped Leave any buffalo off. Nobody dropped good. a buffalo off. Right, I probably shot one of them too. <laughs> they, they dropped them damn dogs off, so I had to get rid of them. <laughs> Especially if one growled at me whenever it ain't supposed oh, to be there. Oh my gosh! Whenever it, I've it been just working goes, there, I mean, it's just wanted you to pet it. I've been working there for three or four years, and I get out, and this weird dog comes up here growling at me. How about those bear that, that were in Alderson? Did you see that? I did not, but a coworker told me about them. Yeah. yeah, Trent posted it in the group. I guess his coworker sent him the video, Who, and he's the one that took it. Who's Trent? Hardaway. He's uh he was a guest on the last show. He's oh, been on a few good times. friend of ours. Yeah, yeah. We're all from Wilberton. I hate that. I know. <laughs> <laughs> but he sent he sent the video to the chat. I was like, dude, post that in the group because yeah. we got a Facebook group. Yeah. If you're not in there, you should get in there, everybody. Yeah. We also have a YouTube channel. If you're not uh, subscribed to our YouTube channel, I don't drink coffee podcast. Even though Donnie don't want to be on, on there. he doesn't want to be on the YouTube channel. He didn't. No, want to be he on. didn't want to be on. He video. wanted to be audio only, not visual. Ah, uh, I did, but it looked like you took my video anyway. Yeah, yeah. we did. I mean, with, I, with I, like over, I'm over it now. Right, I mean, I know. Yeah, well, I knew, everybody I knew is. it was a trick. Long, <laughs> long beautiful well, hair. The time we switched yeah, from there to those. there, I knew this still was getting shady. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, a man that has long hair like that has got to want to be on camera. Uh, no, we did ch- we did change venues. I'm in between. On you. I'm in, yeah. in between hairdos. Oh, you are. <laughs> yeah. What? Are We're, you gonna get it cut? No. Okay, I didn't think so. Not until then. You're in between me. personalities too, right? I, well, Is that I, what you I, said I, earlier? I'm, I'm. You never know which one you're talking to. Yeah, yeah. That's a fact. He can switch back and forth pretty. I was pretty telling cool. LJ, I thought you could be a rodeo clown. Have you ever thought I, about I, that? I could have been. I think you still could be. Uh, well, I can I'm not get you as hooked agile up. as I used to be. It That's take, true. It, I'm older well, than I don't know. young fellas. In I the methamphetamine days, you probably could have been a good one. Oh, Could have moved shoot. around. And I, I, you could have went from rodeo to rodeo to rodeo. I didn't rode the bull. I rode a bull one time. Hey, I oh, did, I'm a, I, I did a ride in a pri- uh, ride. Hey, I'm gonna, I'll pull a video up and show you of him riding the bull. <laughs> uh, Just okay. wait till you see it. It's everything you think it's going to be. You know what I mean? I'm not, I don't even want to think about it no more. I don't even want to think about it no I had more. to turn my mic off. Well, okay, yeah. in my defense, I didn't have a bull rope. I didn't have anything. I just got on bareback. Oh, tame bull. No, just let me show it to you. No, it's, he actually is um, He is a bull that that uh, is ridden in rodeos. Yeah. But since he didn't oh, have man. a rope on, he didn't know what the hell was going on. I He's didn't. Like, and, and I'll tell you this, the gate kind of stuck open. Like, it just barely opened, and he was... Like, all right, this is my time. So he starts, and we're still in the shoot. All right, I did not appreciate it, okay? Because I, I was like, this is it, this is it. I'm gonna fall off, and he's just gonna stomp me to death, you know? So I was like, open that freaking gate, you know what I mean? But it all happened in a split second. It just kind of hung up at first, and then just wait till <laughs> I show you the video. It's exactly what you. We have don't have to show now. the video, uh, sir. It is. I will make it. Available. I am a bull rider. Yeah, actually, it's on. It's on YouTube, isn't it? I'll go delete it. No, no. I'll, I'll look at you. I'm a bull rider. 
Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is it is uh, as special as you think it is. It's close to eight seconds. But anyways, I didn't have anything, you know. So he it, got me. It's off basically of him. him looking like a goofball laying on the back of a bull, and it runs away, and he falls off of it. Oh yeah. And the bull turned around and kind of laughed at me. Yeah, the bull's not bucking because it doesn't have a rope on it. So it's thinking, what are we doing here? You know, I mean, usually they put a rope on me at this point. Yeah. This guy's just laying on me, you know. Yeah. Is he hungry? You know, is he trying to pick ticks off me? What is he doing? Get off me. He's wanting man fries, I think. (laughs) (laughs) I'm a bull rider. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Anything else we we need to know about you? Uh, Dr. Don. I mean. Dr. Don. You know, other than that band camp shit, you're probably good. You yeah. know what I think is funny, though? is And one of the first things I asked him was, now this man. Peter Sillin. He brought his Peter name Sillin. is Donnie, and he has never seen the Big Lebowski. He didn't even really know what I was talking about. Cause I, oh, he's the, okay. Because I wanted right. to say, shut the fuck up, Donnie, to him, and him not get offended. <laughs> right. You know, because I was like, if I quote that movie, don't get mad. Because once I realized he hadn't seen the movie, then he wouldn't. So now I never get to say it. Because he don't know what I'm talking about. It'd, be, it'd fall dead every time I say it. So. You won't offend me. I don't get offended. Well, I don't run around telling people to shut the fuck up, though. You know what I mean? I, not unless I plan to them to hit me in the face, you know. So oh, yeah. unless you'd seen the movie, and then I could say it, it'd be funny. But no, no. You're gonna. I know you're not going to settle down and watch it neither. I know you're not. You're I might. So what do you got? What do you got going on now? Nowadays? Right now? Yeah. I'm way behind. On my grass mowing, my aren't we all garden hoeing and. <sighs> Yeah, but you're taking off tomorrow, right? I you am. started on all that. I am. Is it supposed to rain tonight? No, it's I not. I hope not. Not much of a chance. Oh, well, I know a couple of days ago, they were like, oh, it's kind of, we're going to get rain. Friday night. Well, we're off call, so we chance don't care. Right. Yeah. Oh. Okay. Yeah, thunderstorms don't fall. <laughs> well, I'm talking about he's wanting, to, he's wanting to mow. It's kind of hard to mow in the. Oh. Well, now that's you got a lot to mow? Uh, about an acre. Oh, okay. You got a riding lawnmower? Yeah, I do. Bad boy. Oh, bad boy. Okay. Got a lot of trees spaced out in his yard. It's a nice place, yeah. man. I, I got too many trees. My, my wife's a tree hugger, though. She won't let me. Oh. I got some areas that don't grow great. She just goes out there and hugs trees? I, you know how them, they, <laughs> me, don't cut me down. Don't cut me down. I love this tree. <laughs> tree hugger. So you got a, uh, you got a step-granddaughter. You got, an, I guess, a bonus kid, step-kid, and you got two of your own, and, uh. I just and, I, I and didn't four want four other whole, grandchildren. Oh, okay, grandchildren, I didn't right. want the whole thing to just be about you know. I know that we wanted to to get to know Donnie and his in his uh, you know early life, earlier life. But uh, I feel like I want to know a little bit more about Donnie, Doctor Don, Doctor Don Supreme. Well, Doctor Don has a uh, you know I've met his oldest son. Yeah, and uh, Peterhead. Yeah, Peterhead. I met okay. Peterhead. He must. His name is Peter, right? No, his name's his name's Jeff. Jeff. Okay, I think you said that already. But yeah. go ahead. But uh, I've met him, and uh, I've actually talked to him several times. And your granddaughter, yeah. his daughter, I met her one time. Yeah, and uh, very cute little girl, you know. And uh, I, I'm not sure how that happened, you know. I mean, coming from Donnie, but somehow or another, mm-hmm. you know, maybe it, from her mother's side or something like that. Probably I'm not sure, most likely. But she was a cute little girl, but. She was was she sick that day? Or what? Why was she with your son? I don't remember now. But anyway, are those grandkids around here? They go to school here, in McAllister, or yeah. one in Choctaw? Okay, but he'll be three years old here, two weeks. The one in McAllister? No, no. We got seven and four, and 
three and nineteen. Oh, okay. And one three in Choctaw. And you got a daughter that's still living at your house, is that right? No, granddaughter. Granddaughter's living there, that's right. That's right. Yeah. She's nineteen, right? That's the one. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Yeah, she saw your uh washing machine was like you never did tell me what happened to your washing machine, by the way. Was it leaking water? About, out, out of the wall or about, out of the about thirteen hundred and fifty dollars worth. Oh crap. When I went ahead and replaced them both. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can't have a mismatched washer and dryer now. Well, you know? I did before that, and it worked fine, but that one started leaking water. <laughs> yeah. I, I ain't fancy all day right now. I don't give a damn. That's, that's, damn, damn. that's ugly, and that's uglier, I'll take both of them. <laughs> but, but if it works, as long as it works. Did it do some damage to the wall, the flooring, no, anything? No, no, no. It just leaked out in the floor a little bit. Mm. Minor emergency. Yeah. yeah. You minor got emergency. Yeah, well, thirteen hundred fifty dollars. How lucky is that? And I had to move that shit. That's, that's true. <laughs> you, I don't want to hear. It. I don't that's hear true. It. Well, hey, man, even the people that it's pocket change to, those are the people that really don't want to spend it. You and I are, are you saying I'm tight now? Is that what no, you're saying? I'm just saying you and I are more apt to you know spend that than true. a lot of people. True, true. No matter how much money my dad has. I'm he's not going to spend it. He's not spending $500 on a washing machine. It's like when Lowe's messed really? up on our stuff. I don't know why. You know, we had a perfectly perfectly good washer and dryer. And Amy was like, we may as well. Because Lowe's was like, listen, we'll, you know, we'll help y'all out, hook y'all up, and give y'all stuff at cost. So whatever y'all want to do, it didn't matter. The so, whole the whole so, store, they would have gave us to it at cost. Because so, I was like, there's no limit? And they're like, nope. Because they had, don't get me started on that, but they had royally... Asked up. Yeah. And so they were trying to make it right. And they, eventually they did. But it, it, at first it this wasn't. This could be a whole podcast in itself. Yeah. And I won't go off on it. But she said, well, let's go ahead and get a washer dryer too, you know, while we're at it. And I said. And the lawnmower. <laughs> I, said, I said, but our washer dryer works perfectly. But she goes, you've had that thing for, you know, 11 years, 12 years. And I was like, you're right. All right. We'll get a new one. And we did in the first spin. <laughs> first time we put clothes in that washer, it broke the drum. The drum dropped and spun on my brand new flooring. Really? Oh, True yeah, story. Yeah, that's right. I forgot the about first that. first time we used the washer. Wow. The first time. <laughs> and it was, I think, uh, uh, I'm thinking it was, I'd hate to say what it is and it not be it, but I think it was a Whirlpool. And so we, we exchanged it and got the Maytag. Actually, we went with another whirlpool, and the same thing happened again about about a month later. Except really? it didn't hit the ground; it broke. The drum broke, and so I went with the Maytag. They weren't as pretty, but they got a ten year warranty on the drum. Yeah. And I said, "That's what I want." And it hadn't messed up. I mean, we've had them for several hmm. years now. But I hate to say it, but I got a whirlpool. Uh, I, I'm trying to remember what ours are. We just got some new ones, but the old ones we had were Samsung. No, don't buy anything Samsung Junk. unless it's a, a unless it's a phone. That's the only thing Samsung and or a monitor. I got to be really good friends with the uh, the guy that fixes them because he kept coming to my house fixing my <laughs> shit. That's, I'm serious. You know, I got to be like I just I, I think because uh, well, we're if, getting our house ready to sell. I told him the last time he was there, I was like, "Well, man, it's hopefully going to be the last time I see you." You know, and he's like, "What do you mean?" I said, "We're getting ready to move out of here," and he's like, "Are you serious?" I said, "Yeah." He goes, "Uh." Well, now, are you going to use Home Shield whenever you move to your new house? You know, I was like, well, probably so. He goes, maybe I'll see you there. I said, well, hopefully not. It's off. He, he said, yeah, me too. Uh, for you, he said. Well, those Samsung, those Samsung dish, uh, dish, uh, washer and dryer, when you look at them, they look 
awesome. Oh, these I are, mean, they look yeah. like a Mercedes. They look like a BMW. They look like top of the line. But when you get into them, open that thing up. Look around and go, oh, this thing is junk. Oh, yeah. This thing is junk. Well, you, that, you have to look farther than just the outside. Well, Brandy bought these, and they look like Iron Man. You know what I mean? They were red and uh, really nice looking. And yeah, but if you looked inside them, of shit. that's what you got to do. That's what I did. I was like, these, mm-mm, no, I ain't falling for this. Yeah, and now you're getting to know why we podcast and why our podcasts are three or four hours long because we can yeah. take off and talk about anything. Yeah, it's kind of hurting my feelings on that washing machine deal. How come? <laughs> because it's a whirlpool. Because it's a whirlpool, and I'm <laughs> well. The Maytag, the Maytag, and the whirlpool. That when you look at them, and this is four years ago, three years ago, they almost looked the same. In fact, that's what they were telling me at at Lowe's. They were like, "Listen, these are the same same thing, except this Maytag has a ten year warranty on the drum, or the ten year warranty on the drum, and maybe whatever else." No, I think it's just the drum. And I was like, okay. But I was thinking, but I really don't even want that Maytag now because if I'm going to have this same issue in two or three years, I don't want to, I don't want to mess with it. Period. I'd rather just pay the money on some, you know, Kenmore because that's, that's never done me wrong. And, uh, but they, they've been great. So I think I just got well, two, two lemon, bad ones. Two lemons in a yeah, row. Yeah. They're pro- probably on the same truck, and he was driving around McAllister and hit some of the potholes around here. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> well, that's what now the guy that I was talking about, I got to be friends with, he was telling me, he's like, when you replace these, just don't get Samsung or LG. He's like, right. most of all the rest of the brands are good. Mm-hmm. These suck. He's like, he said, I make my living off of Samsung and LG washers and dryers. He's they are junk across the board. Don't get a don't uh, get a Samsung refrigerator either. Mm. I don't know. I didn't, I didn't have that junk. Well, junk. I think my my refrigerator may be a Maytag or a Whirlpool. I've got a Samsung. It's junk. Hmm. I just do what I'm told. I just buy whatever. She's Wait. like, I want that. I'm like, all right, give me it. Yeah. I don't. I, I'm. Uh, I do what I'm told. You'll have good luck with yours, though. I hope so. I only have bad luck. Good, 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 clean living, I hope. Yeah. Yeah, but you get real dirty at work all the time. That's because I work. You know, I mean, I work. You get dirty? The, the, no. Him? <laughs> he, hey, he goes. Yeah, hey, no shit. Hey, this is serious. We were, we were using some. I love this. Hey, it's, it's time. Yeah, it's I know. Getting, this, is a, need... this is a point where you're, uh, you're, uh, you're going to get to hear me get treated like you get treated. Cause, uh, Finally. I, we were you talking about my shit. hands earlier, and here you are. You don't get dirty at work, bro. And you working it. I hate getting dirty. I, I don't like it. it either. Well, I, I slung some shit all over my shirt the other day whenever we were there. Uh, we were using his tools, matter of fact. And uh, We always use my tools. Well, I, you, you don't want to get dirty. Get I, don't have, I don't have any. I wipe all my shit down whenever I use it, okay? Everybody else, they just sling Have you got down. a truck yet? No. Okay. It's been through three. Don't yeah, that's my, I'm on my third one. He, he, he tear, tears shit up. What he don't tear up, he shits on. Uh, yeah, well, they all had 200,000 plus miles. They need to give you a Ford. I don't know what they're going to do. <laughs> yeah, that's not what these guys all say. They, well, the 15 Chevy that I'm driving, everybody says it's the best truck that they've got out there. I think when you when it comes to like those work trucks, I think you'll have a group that likes Ford, and then you'll have the next group that loves Chevrolet, and then the next group. It's, it, it's, it's about like my mate or my Whirlpool. It's just, right. you know, you just get you just get a, a piece of junk sometimes. Well, I know the guy that, that got the truck that I'm driving now. He got it new whenever they got it. And I talked to him about it the other day. 
And he said, I'm telling you, that's a good truck. It was a good truck the whole time I got it, and I really didn't want to get out of it whenever I got out of it. And he drive, he's got a Ford now? No, Chevy. He got a Chevy? He's the only one that has a Chevy. Oh, okay. And he said, that was a good truck when I got out of it. And it, dude, they have beat holes in the bed where they let shit ride towards the tailgate. They sat there and knocked holes in the bed and everything else. But get in it, fires right up, drives good. But you don't like getting dirty at work? No. I got slung shit all over my shirt. I stopped in the middle of what we was doing and went and got some stuff and wiped all that shit off my shirt. <laughs> Pitiful. Telling you. I and 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 I'll hold stuff out away from me. Like Donnie will grab hold something, you know, and get it up here and carry it over there, something heavy like he did the other day when we were working on the suction controller. But he had that thing and he carried it over there and set it on the tailgate and I thought, Hell no. I'm not getting that thing got oil in it and all kinds of shit. I don't want that on me. Oh yeah, when I'd work at the mm-hmm. shop. I, or my grandpa's or my stepdad's either one. I, you know, I don't mind getting dirty. I don't mind getting my hands dirty. I don't like it, but I'll do it. But it's right to the sink and it's right using that pink soap and it's getting that stuff right off. I used to, whenever I was younger, I didn't mind it so much. <laughs> and I go right back out there and get them dirty again. You know, you'd be doing some. Well, now I won't leave somebody in a bind to not get dirty. You know, it's not like I'm just standing over going, I'm going to let Donnie do all this shit, you know, mm. so I don't get dirty. <laughs> but, it's like this, though. If you're if you're falling off that and your hands dirty, and you say, "Hell, yeah!" You reach your hand up there. Yeah. He says, "Ew, your hands dirty." Let me go get a rag. I'll be right back. You're gonna fall, yeah. motherfucker. Your hands dirty. <laughs> let me get a rag. I'll be right back. Hey, hey hold on. You hold on. Yeah. Hey, can you get this glove on? So I don't have to touch that. Here, put this glove on. He did send me to start a compressor in the middle of doing shit the other day. I think because I was not wanting to get dirty. Yeah, I mean. We had a compressor go down while we was working on something else. He's like, go start that. And he yeah. worked on that one. Here's your clean job. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah. I'm fancy now. I got a good job. I don't want to get dirty no more. Damn it. Oh, yeah. You got to get level, dirty if you want to be level four. Oh, shit. Yeah, you still, what what level, level one? Three. It, he's like two and a half. Well, you know what's bad is, uh, okay, I got hired into level three, so I'm really excited oh, about I was it. going back to the prison level. Oh, here. no, no. <laughs> I want to know if you, it, what prison oh, level yeah. you what He's prison crash level. dummy. Pri- He's prison crash level, dummy. I'm, I'm. Straight up crash dummy. I'm level one, definitely. It's a red, red badge right there. So yeah. one. So y'all do the same thing? Yeah. We're, okay. We're partners. Like, we work together. And well, you're on. level four? And is it the, level, the highest level you can get? That's correct. He's the dude. He's the guy. He no, knows. No, 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 I'm not. Well, pretty and, much. And you're level three. Mm-hmm. Stuck at level three for God knows how long. Why is that? Well, they you won't don't get want dirty. dirty. <laughs> no, no. One of the first things they told me was, is uh, you got to wait. You know, there's like a time limit, like 18 months minimum before oh. you can even move up. No and so once what. you move up, is there what, what process is that? Like you have to take a test? You have to. Well, I think it's up to the people that are in bosses. You know, they'll, I'm sure they'll ask Donnie, does this guy hey, have any idea what Donnie, are you doing? a boss? Hell no, I'm not a boss. I'm, mm. I'm that guy right here. Just ten more. I need ten more years. Well, he's he's uh he's been there a long time, so he's got some seniority that way, and uh you know he's buddies with everybody. And all have you ever thought that. about working on a railroad? Maybe driving a train, being a conductor. <laughs> yeah, is that is it the is that a thing on the overalls? Is that what that is? How are you going to stop? How are you going to keep talking right in the middle of him doing that, I work that around him. Does he ever do that at work? That he was, does shit like that all the time. That was a perfect <laughs> horn, bro. <laughs> it really was. Actually. I know that. 
So this dude really does want to work on the railroad. I, yeah. I, I, I would. I like the money. Yeah. That's good retirement. Yeah. Yeah. Wouldn't be bad. He's got all that shit where he's at. Don't even lie to you. I know. Mm-hmm. And he likes, he likes it just how it is. I have to remind these guys every so often how good a job they really have. <laughs> every, every so often I'm like, yeah. there's a lot worse shit out there to do than this. Yeah. We got this good job because we get dirty. We ain't, <laughs> well, level, we ain't level three like you. That, yeah, they try to fuck it up by getting dirty all the time. I was going to so say, hang on a second now. So level threes don't have to get dirty, but level fours do? I would. Pretty much. Well, it's, But you get a pay boost at level four? Is it uh, worth getting dirty? Damn right. Okay. Yeah. 37 I, cents. I, I don't know about so, that. So yeah, what? I'm not doing that for eight cents an hour now. So, <laughs> so what are you doing with your life, man? Hurry up. Staying clean. Ask him how you can fast track. How how can I fast track to level four? Well, I was wondering why they bought me a bunch of new clothes whenever I went to work there, you know? I mean, like, they they really did buy me several hundred dollars worth of shit. Because they knew you weren't going to get dirty. Well, then I started getting the idea. I was like, oh, it's because you expect me to get in here and get in this nasty shit. That's Mm. what it is. No, they're all as bad as I am about it. You know, I'm like, dude, God, there's oil all over that. Right. You, You look at my work clothes. Yeah, he does I, get busy. Might have stains on it and yeah. shit where I've been working. Yeah, Don does get busy. I ain't going. Ugh. You and Jimmy both are are. <laughs> we'll get right up in the middle of it. Yeah, where yeah. I, I'm more of a. What, what tool do you need? You know, I'll go get it. <laughs> did you did you did you wipe them off first? Yeah, I'm like. I can't get my hand. Let me get double my gloves. Yeah, I'm like. You want a socket? The one that's in your damn Rat Pack that's next to all that nasty shit. Has <laughs> you got any more? <laughs> I've got to get a soundbite on that uh, on that horn again. Can you do it for oh, us? Oh yeah, it's pretty damn good. It's pretty good. The, 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 the grandkids like this one better though. <laughs> Dude, we're gonna need to put that shit at the beginning. That needs to be our. Uh, it will be. We've been thinking about doing. We need a. Uh, the first time we did it, you were talking, and and I don't have it on multi track, so it's all on just oh. one track. I know, and I forgot before I did it. Now I'm. Uh, so I could have. T- I could have took you out of it and just use his, but I don't have it on multi track. So while you were talking on that first one, that's why I asked him to do it again. Oh well. Oh. You just like to make people do shit. That's what it is. I, that is something is I wanted. Yeah. Yes. We'll stick it in our... Uh, Especially when I... I mean, I just said, you should work on the railroad, and he came right out with it. <laughs> he been waiting, I ain't scared. been waiting his whole life to get to do that. Uh, I want to get paid for that, but I, I, so far I haven't. Well, if we get paid, you'll never know. <laughs> right. You can, you can, yeah. Yeah. Hey, no, no, you'll know. There'll be signs. I'll have more tilapia in my in my refrigerator. Yeah. <laughs> and, and I'm gonna take it out there, and I'm gonna zip. I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna vacuum seal it. Looks like I caught it. Right. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And I'm gonna put a date on it. It's hey, not, look at this fish I caught last year. Yeah, it's my tilapia. It's not it. even real top tilapia. What you get, right? From what I've read, it's I, not even real tilap- tilapia. I, and if it is, it's farm raised. You know. I, I don't know. I fish. I got my own fish. Right. I'm the real fish. Yeah. You ain't gonna buy no fish. I don't buy fish. They got fish in the lake. He don't did you t- did you tell him about uh or did you know about um Cody Parker's son, Brody, who I did. I do. That's awesome. Do you do you know Cody? I know and, Cody. Oh, okay. All he's, right. He's married to my relative. Oh he is. Okay, Lindsay. That's right. I listen, I'm I love I love Cody. I love Lindsay. I love the whole family. Uh they are some... Actually I'm kin to Glenda, the mother was oh, you're... This, this bonus. Okay. Glenda, man. Awesome. I, I love her to death. Oh, yeah. 
our boys play together on, you know, baseball and all sports and they're good friends and stuff. So, so I, I thought that was, uh, the coolest thing, you know, what is the coolest yeah. thing when Brody won that boat, he won a boat and 15,000 bucks. Oh, this Lake is, okay. Fork. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Texas. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. And he's he, how 14? 13. 13. You guys got to elaborate because there's plenty of people out here that have oh, no yeah. idea what the hell we're talking about. Yeah. Brody won big bass. Uh, it was 11-2, I think, or 11-4. It was big. Damn. And even Cody told me, he goes, dude, I was, because, you know, you, you check them in. You can only check one fish in per hour or whatever. So, you know, whatever hour you check that thing in, it's it's spent. If there's a bigger fish, it shows up. And Cody was even worried that there was going to be a bigger bass to show up, you know. Lake he said, because no sometimes there's a 12-pounder that'll roll up, you know. And he goes, I knew we had a big bass, obviously. But you don't want to waste it, you know, on the ten o'clock hour or whatever. Yeah. When uh, somebody shows up at you know nine fifty nine or ten fifty nine and puts in that twelve, so he got he got big bass for that hour, fifteen grand. Wow. And then got big bass for the whole tournament, and won that bass boat. That's crazy. Yeah. Huh. I just saw him earlier. He uh fifty something thousand dollar boat. Yeah. Damn. Really. Yeah. When we were going to football training, he was pulling it. It's the first time I've seen it in person. He was pulling it, and I kind of swerved over a little bit. <laughs> I know he was thinking, no. You know, I mean, he probably knew who I was, obviously, because he's seen my my ride. He knows my ride really well, but he's probably thinking, man, don't you – please don't hit me. He said when he went and picked that boat up, he was like, all right, I'm here to pick my boat. And they're like, oh, yeah, it's over there, you know. And he goes, man, anybody could have showed up and picked my boat up. <laughs> wow. <laughs> that's why I was wow. like, oh, man, that's crazy. Didn't have to have the boy with him. No, no, he just showed up and went over there and latched on and took off. He said it was, damn, really, yeah, yeah. I figured you had to show an ID or something like that, something. But it it was probably just in you know the I don't I didn't ask him I don't think but it's probably just over there in the boat yard you know and they're not worried about it. Yeah, you know they're just like hey go ahead. I mean there's nobody's got time to check stuff anymore. We got stuff to do you know. Yeah, we're waiting on parts. <laughs> yeah, we're waiting on parts. Oh yeah, that's always a thing. Well, hey, listen. Yeah, real quick. I have to work tomorrow. Oh, neither one of y'all do. Oh, what time is it? It's eleven thirty at night. No, sucks and to I be know, you. I know you go to bed earlier than that. No, it ain't eleven thirty. It, it is. is. Sucks to be you. By the so, way, yeah, I know. Midnight, I turned into a pumpkin. I know. I, that's I, why I, I want to see that. You should see it. <laughs> it's not a good thing. A long-haired pumpkin at that. Yeah. Well, I appreciate you coming on right more on. more than you know. Right on. I can't uh, really show my appreciation. I'm not really good at that. Well, like earlier, whenever we were trying to get it all set up and make it work right, you know, because everybody's scheduling and all that stuff like that. Well, we got real excited. And then we got bummed out because we didn't know if it was going to be able to, if we was going well, to we had football training and we knew that you wanted to do it early and we completely understand we would love to do it mm-hmm. early too. And I said, man, I, I don't want to lose him. You know, I don't want to lose exactly him. That's exactly what he said too, yeah. Yeah, and I, you know, it's something that I've been anticipating since I, since you agreed to it, you know. So it was for me. It's something we wanted to do. It's, Lucas said something about giving you a handy if you came on. So that's all hand, I know. A hand jig. A, a handy. Oh, a handy. Yeah. yeah, it's still on the table. I'm a little <laughs> tired, but uh, I didn't work very hard today, so you know I should be all right. That's how excited we are. <laughs> we know that for sure. <laughs> and it's clean. Yeah. My God, I promise you that. <laughs> Hand jig. 
Jack Shack. My favorite. Jack Shack is. I'll never forget that. Yeah, I know it. I yeah. know it. I might make a sign. Jack Book. Too. Oh yeah. Jack Book. Jack yeah. Shack. Prison slang. What else did we? What else did we learn? Well, I, what did I, we learn today? One, one of the things he didn't say was is he has a, a saying that is you burn the cornbread. Yeah, don't burn the cornbread. You, you can jinx yourself. Is what that what that is. When the cornbread is burned, I don't appreciate it. Uh, me well, that, either. That's the idea. Yeah. Do you like meatloaf? Generic. Do you eat it with ketchup? I like the generic. It don't come with ketchup. Okay. The generic? That's what my wife makes because she don't like ketchup on her meatloaf. I call it yeah, generic yeah. generic meatloaf. I like Because it don't have ketchup. I don't want ketchup on it. I want the sauce. I want what like sauce, tomato though? sauce. Huh? Well, ketchup's made out of tomato sauce. No, it ain't the same. It's got sugar in it. I don't want sugar on my damn meatloaf. Tomatoes have sugar in them. Listen, they don't taste sweet. Tomato don't taste sweet. You're right. Tomato paste tastes good. Mm. Ketchup tastes like shit. Do you like the spicy ketchup, though? No. I don't like ketchup, dude. I loved it when I was a kid, but I don't like it as an adult. But you like tomatoes. I do. And I like I like tomato sauce on my uh, meatloaf, but I don't like ketchup on anything. Do you watch Donnie, do you watch any TV? you watch any shows? you got any shows you watch? Uh, you like to watch? But, no, not really. Gunsmoke. Oh, okay. Yeah. I can see that. He's a fisherman. He ain't got time for that shit. Hell, the you, thing drag about that is they always got the Medicare commercials on there. And want me to oh gosh, <laughs> makes me feel old. But you're not that. You're not what? Well, you said you were fifty eight. Fifty six. Fifty six. You're gonna be fifty eight next year. Next year right. I'll be fifty eight. That's right. That's right. <laughs> fifty seven in November. <laughs> well, you're a long ways for Medicare. You got eight well, more years. I know, and they weren't. They're wasting their time showing me the commercials. You can get a nine more years. Though. You're old enough to do a eightish. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> You're gonna be getting them. They send me that mail. shit. They just got got through doing it not too long ago. Yeah. I throw it in the trash. It pissed me off. I was like, uh, why am I getting this shit? Throw it away. I told you my story when I was in California. I said, do you guys offer any kind of discounts? And he goes, well, you know, that one. Oh, ARP. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, well, what is that? You know, can I, do I, he goes, you don't want that one, son. <laughs> he kind of laughed and I was like, oh, it must be it. Hey, I was in Taco Bell. It was very funny. Which is going to be my shout out, by the way, whenever we get done. I was in Taco Bell uh, the other day. You're going to shout out Taco Bell McAllister? Damn right. I don't appreciate it. You need it. to go in there. It. I'm talking about in the last month, changed everything. They have changed because I've bitched about them on Probably. the damn podcast. So many damn and I had to. I'm sick of hey, it. Hey, I'm telling you right now, you need to go back in there. I promise you're going to be pleasantly surprised. I, no, I'm just going to go through the drive-thru. Yes. I'm going to get that number one with the crunchy tacos. And if my motherfucking tacos aren't made the way I want them to be, Woo. I'm going to be motherfucking pissed off again. <laughs> Wait, let me tell you something. You're going to be very surprised. They, but, and I'll listen, accept your How hard is it to back. make a damn taco? That's I'm, what I want to know. You, they I haven't people. got a good taco from Taco Bell in McAllister in like 10 years. Go. I'm telling you, I go. travel all over the country, all over the country. I'll from buy, Calif- I'll buy you tonight. It's 11:30. We can still from, go. Okay, I'll buy. All right, from <laughs> California, I'll video sure. it from California to Massachusetts to Maine to Florida and everywhere in between. I I go. I travel right mm-hmm. in in that black expedition. Mm-hmm. Okay, that I've had for 14 years, and there ain't a Taco Bell anywhere that makes shittier tacos than the one right here in McAllister, Oklahoma. I'm telling you. Not one. 
And I've been <laughs> to some bad areas, some good areas. I've been all over. And that's my go-to. It's it's either McDonald's or Taco Bell. When, oh, yeah? Yeah, because I'm, I'm working. So I'm doing a lot. I don't have time to, you know, enjoy the local food like everybody says I should do. So you went to I don't Louisiana. have time for that. Yeah, I told him to Louisiana. And I, I met a good friend down there, Shane Duplantis. And, man, he treated me good. Except if they made fun of you while you played cornhole because you sucked at it. Yes. And they probably make fun of you right now as we're sitting here. But. For sure. I don't want to get off Taco Bell too quick. Not a shittier taco than McAllister, Oklahoma's taco. I'm telling taco. you, if you'll go. They changed people. They changed management and all the people and cleaned it all up and did everything new. Not everything new, like they just they cleaned everything, and it's a really good place to eat. They, they cleaned screw. everything. They haven't cleaned it in like fifteen I know, that's what years. I'm they finally cleaned it. Somebody has has uh, changed it around. But what the, the whole story was is I went into Taco Bell inside to eat inside the other day. And uh, why would you do that? Because it's delicious there now. And I went and there was <laughs> and some, they cleaned it. And they, cleaned, they didn't know that <laughs> the whole thing. Yeah, I did. I've oh, already you, went through the drive through twice. <laughs> you can well, tell the drive through. You look it through there. <laughs> They cleaned the window. Right there. I, I know whenever somebody's on the uh, when they, when they say, "Can I take your order over the deal?" and they actually mean they want to take your order, right? And they're interested in trying to find out how you want your shit done. Mm-hmm. Then I appreciate it. Whenever I get in there, I lean up real hard and look over in there, and I'm like, "Damn, what is this? There's cups Disney in the World? damn cup holders. There's all that shit. There was right. cups in the cup holders. Damn right. No way. I, I, I'm telling you. That's what I'm trying get to get out of here. So here's the deal, though. There's an older couple in front of me. Right, they're probably my mom, dad's age. It's not drop two mother effins. <laughs> you did. I kind of hurt my feelings. I appreciate <laughs> it. That is how uh, passionate I am about Taco Bell's tacos. I'm right? telling you right not now, not McAllister we're going, though. Tippy top of the podcast game now. Okay, so, good. But uh, I'm not cutting it out. What I'm trying to, well, I'm telling you, these people were there and they're ordering their food, and the and the guy run the cash register is an older guy too, right? Uh, really tall black guy that was really nice. And he goes, uh, he goes, um, are you, would you like, uh, how did he say it? Something about a, a senior discount. And, and uh, oh, Damn. No, oh no, the guy, no, no, no. The guy goes, do you guys offer a senior discount? And the, and the, the guy working there goes, well, I don't want to offend anybody by asking. I'm not supposed to ask. I thought they were asking you if you wanted that discount. No, the okay. guy's in front of me. So I said, whenever they, they move, they pay for their food, move on. I said, well, I'm not ashamed to ask for the discount. Can I get the senior discount? And we all laughed. Even the people behind me in the line laughed and all that. And then on my ticket, he gave me the damn $2.99 discount. He damn sure did. You're kind of throwing him under the bus right now, though. Well, I don't care because uh, he did me good, okay? He was funny. That's what I'm saying. He did a good job. And if anybody fucks with him, you think I went off on O'Reilly's? You think I went off? You think I went off on O'Reilly's? I'll go off. If they mess with Taco Bell right now, I'll go I'm right there with you. I'm right there with you. If, if it is what you say it is. I'm telling you. Telling you. I told you I would buy. You want to go down there and get some food, I'll buy it. It's that good. That's how sure I am. That it's not. I've ate there three or four times in the last month. Okay, then let's go at some point. I'm ready. I mean, I would go tonight, but you got to work. I know I'm getting sleepy too. Yeah, I know you Johnny are. Johnny don't care. He's gonna go play pool and drink beers. Probably go to bed at this. Well, point. you play pool? Yeah. Okay. So, how come that wasn't mentioned? Well, that, that, that's one reason why he wanted to come early so he'd go back and play pool. Oh, uh, mm. let me ask you this: You play poker? I want to. 
Do you know how to? Some of my one or of my favorite just, games. Oh, okay. My favorite three games is checker chess and then poker. You just don't have a um He didn't get it. Yeah, I did. I did. <laughs> checker chess and then poker. Okay. No, I, I, was, yeah. I, I like to play poker too. Yeah. I can play. Okay. I mean, I don't play in no machine like you drive that car right there. <laughs> you look at that car. You look at that car right there, and you got that little bullshit over here with no wheels that you act like you're racing on. Yeah. Well, I mean, it ain't like that. I, we play with real cards. And that's shit. a jack book and a jack shack. <laughs> that's, that's damn sure a jack shack. I can tell. <laughs> you know a jack shack when you see it. I do. I do. I see it for you. That monitor pulls all the way out. All the way out, and I pull that in front of right here, and that monitor will pull all the way out, and uh, man, it's a good time. And I can't explain it. Yeah, I can't they, explain it. Oh yeah, it's like five hundred miles or what? I would. That's when the jack would. Goes. Yeah, yeah. I don't I, like to do a lot of it because it's usually like right now, you know, when everybody's asleep. Yeah, it, I don't really play during the daytime. I don't play at all during the daytime. I don't no. get on it at all. Yeah, you on but, the shit or what? Huh? You, are you on the shit? <laughs> he said, "Are you on yeah. the shit?" No, I mean, I'm just a night owl. Oh, night owl. Yeah, I'm just a night owl. I can't, I can't help it. I wish uh, I, wish, I used to be. I wish I could just go right to sleep, but I can't. You, you, you and Bob just hang out in here and drive that old makeshift race car. Me and Mike. Oh, Mike. Michael Myers. What about Bob? <laughs> yeah, I'm Bob oh, too. Yeah, Bob. <laughs> that kind of looks like Bob and Mike. <laughs> that, that looks like. Uh, I don't know uh, what to think that looks like. <laughs> William Shatner, man. That's what it's after. That's, oh, is it really? Yeah, William Shatner. It's terrifying. Yeah. Well, uh, you're dang right. See, I used to stay up late too. Until now, I have to go to work. Like they expect me to be there by. Oh, Saturday. I got to go to work too. Don't let him lie to you. I mean, I don't have to. I, I right here, well, right here where we're I'm, sitting. I'm up working. I'm up working every morning, bright and early at ten thirty, probably. No. <laughs> no. No. I would if I worked from home. Well, I, I I got a lot of things on my plate, man. I'm always thinking about making the podcast better. I'm always doing stuff for the podcast. I'm always doing stuff on the insurance side. And Well, our boss told me whenever I first started, I, I asked him what time I was supposed to show up. And he goes, well, I usually get there about 8. So I thought we started at 8 o'clock for the first several months that I worked there. And the next thing I know, Donnie calls me at like 7.30 in the morning. And he's asking me, you know, he's like, where are you at? And I'm like, I'm fixing to drop my son off, you know, at school or whatever. And. He's like, well, we start at 7.30. And I was like, I thought you started at 8. And he's like, who told you that? And I said, well, I said our boss. And he's like, well, that that's when he starts. You know, that's not when we start. I was like, oh, shit. So now I have to get up early. You know what I mean? And he's doing better. He's doing better. I'm getting better. Yeah. Yeah. Well, at my old job, nobody ever checked. Whenever I worked at those plants over there, nobody, I could have went to work at noon and no one would know mm-hmm. the difference. You know? Now, I'm watching. Yeah, now now Donnie will call me. Like, where you at? I want where you some, going? I want some results. Yeah, he wants some shit done. I want justice. Yeah, he's <laughs> like today. He goes, uh, "Where you at?" And I told him, and he goes, "Well, uh, I need some help over here." I said, well, "I'll be there in about ten or fifteen minutes." Well, I'll have it done by the time you get here. <laughs> Come on, don't be bullshitting around. Yeah, that's what he always tells me. Don't be bullshitting. Yeah, around. because you don't know if he is or not. <laughs> yeah, you no. know what I mean. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'd like to play some poker. I'd like to find a group of people that plays. I, I used to have some friends up here that kind of played, but never really. See, and I don't play cards. Got so to not, got with them. I love poker. I'm not against I love it. Yes, I just never got into it. I don't. Know I used to play casinos, but man, it's so stressful when you play casinos. I've never played the casino. It's just you know you 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 got people that 
you know, roll up and they're millionaires. And so it's nothing for them to keep throwing. And it's hard mm-hmm. to play against that. Yeah. You know, because they're going to play on every hand, yeah. you know, and if you don't have the absolute nuts, absolutely, then you just better stay out because they're about to take your, your yeah. stack real quick. Yeah. But I've never really, I've always, I've always done really well at casinos, but it just takes me a long time. Because I'll sit there and not play a hand. I'll just, I mean, you know. You hold gotta, them? You like hold them? Yeah. You got to be, you got to be picky, man. You got to be picky. And a, and a yeah. funny thing happened at a casino one time. I got hit on by three women. They want me to take them, take them back. Really? Yeah. Straight up hit on me at uh, Fire Lake Casino. Really? They cornered me coming out of the bathroom. You sure they wasn't transgender or something? They were, they were, they were all women. They were all sure? women. Did you check them? I mean, did, you, did you do a sack check? Let me oh, check. yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Well, hey, can I, I check your stuff? It, it was uh, it was uh, man, it was it was something else. It was good. It was a good time, good time. I love playing poker at casinos, and that's all I'll, I'll say about that how. story. But I did. I got cornered. I don't. I got I cornered. The faintest idea. How to Three play. older women. They were older than me. Cougars. Know? Cougars. I think maybe. Yeah, they were. I think maybe either they knew what I had, or they saw what I had. You know, they There's saw checking your packet. Is I, that what you're I telling had me? a lot of chips on the table. Oh, I thought or you maybe the, or, yeah, I thought you were wearing tight pants. That's what I'm saying. Either they or they uh, knew what I had, or they uh, saw what I had. So uh, they either saw my stack or they knew I had what it, you uh, know what it is I have, whatever that is. No, I mean, oh uh, okay, but that's a true story. You're not the, for sure either. I was sitting next to the. Oh, yeah, you're right. still thinking like. Why well, are these bitches hitting on me? <laughs> I mean, I realize they're old in it, but I'm young and. But I didn't want to. I didn't want to come right out and say it. You know what I mean? Because you'd be tooting your own horn. You know the horn that you oh, blew yeah. earlier. <laughs> yeah, that one. But you know the guy that owned Tinker, uh, the the guy that owned a painting company that worked. At, he was contracted at Tinker. You know he had a lot of money, and he was sitting next to me, and he thought that was the funniest thing. Ever that those women hit on you? Yeah, because I come back and I was like, he goes, man, why why are those women staring at you? Everybody at our table was like, what's going on? You know, because they were like l- talking. This is after I'd already talked to them. Well, they had they they were pointing at me at first, and they were all wondering. And then when I talked to them coming out of the bathroom, then they were really wondering, you know. And I was like, yeah, you know, that I was all coming out of the same bathroom. I didn't want, yeah. <laughs> you go to the transgender. <laughs> there you go. This is a long time ago. There wasn't one of those. But he said, uh, I told him, I told him, you know, and then the, the dealer came from another table and he sat down and, uh, the, the guys at the table mentioned it to that dealer and he goes, wait, you're the guy. And dude, everybody busted out laughing because at that time they all thought I was full of it. They all thought I was pulling their leg. Yeah. And when that dealer sat down that we hadn't been talking to at all, you know, cause they switched dealers every, you know, so yeah. many hands or every 30 minutes or whatever, when he sat down and he goes, and they were like, Oh my God. I was like, dude, I, I wouldn't make this up. You know, they're, they're not, you know, supermodels, you know, mm-hmm. they were, they were pretty, old, but they weren't supermodels. Genders, you know, I mean, yeah. Yeah. They, I mean, they were, they, you <laughs> know, how far can you see up their pants? Right. <laughs> If the, hey, listen, if they've got an apple, they've got a banana, right? <laughs> well, usually two apples and a banana. <laughs> oh man! Gross. All right, all right. Let's wind it up so you can go to bed. Yeah, I'm I've had a lot of. I've had too much, too much fun. Have we had too much fun? 
We've learned a lot right. tonight. We've learned a lot. Yeah. We learned a lot about Donnie. Yeah. And we yeah. learned a lot about, um, you know, overcoming and, Trans- and conquering, right? Transgenders. And transgender. Yeah. yeah. Getting hit on. Yeah. Yeah. Transgenders. Yeah. You got to take them home. It's scary. When they hit on you. Right. Mm-hmm. I'd rather go to their house. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I told the guy, I said, listen, if I go down the parking lot and they're driving a, a you know, a Ford Pinto or a Ford Tempo or a Ford Taurus. <laughs> Or a Chevy Malibu or anything like that, I'm coming right back up here. Because you know, I know then what they're after. Yeah. You know, if I go down there and they're driving an Escalade, Navigate, or something nice, then maybe they're just really wanting to party, yeah, you know, right? and have a good time. Right. But if uh, they're after the old, you know, stack of chips that I had on the table, mm-hmm. then I ain't getting it. I said, You're going to save my seat, right? And he's like, Man. You got to see here forever. I, I, I got you. I got he, you. He said, if you leave here with them, you ain't coming back, sir. <laughs> you probably that's, that's three dudes. Just so you know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care what they think they are. That's three dudes. You, you ain't, ain't, you ain't sitting next to me when you come back. Thank <laughs> <laughs> you with that smell. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, All right, let's really uh, wrap it up. Uh, you know, at this point in time, like we talked about before the podcast, we do shout outs. Right. Is there anybody or any company, any yeah. uh, friend of yours, anything, anybody hmm. you want to do a shout out for? Well, I got my wife up there working on the corner. Okay. <laughs> so, McClendon's. I was just saying, so say, what? Like, what do you think? She's a prostitute? <laughs> I got to work in the corner making honest money, boy. <laughs> McClendon's. Yeah. I'll do a little uh, shout out to him. Okay. That's cool. My wife goes there a lot. Right. And no, so, your wife and my wife's probably both wives. Uh, hey, maybe so. Maybe <laughs> the same person. <laughs> well, I want to shout out to Taco Bell. If you like Taco Bell, this one that's in McAllister has turned itself around quite a bit. I'm not saying it's the most, the best meal you're ever going to eat, but it's it's pretty damn good. It's good Taco Bell. It's back to being a good place to eat. It's good Taco Bell. That's what up. I want. Yeah. I want good Taco Bell. They actually care about what they're doing. I'll put it that way. Dude, when 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 did you figure this out? And you're just now telling me. It's been about a month. I've been making what? Sure, I've been making sure of what I've been seeing though. How many times have you went? Well, I okay, took four times I've eaten there, and it's been In the, the same. last month. It's yeah. been good. Yeah, every time. Because we did a shout out for the other Mexican restaurant. Yeah, and Eric Kitchell called me are, out on that. That's because he's picking called you out on that, not me. He called you out because yeah. you're the one that. Yeah, they didn't like actually, uh, El Pacifico. I, you know, actually, actually, yeah, actually I said I'd eaten there once and it was great, but I did say that well, it was, you know, that's just been one time. I've well, I've eaten there numerous times and it's good every time. I like. He it. did not appreciate but it. That, one of the guys that listens to the podcast didn't like it. Didn't oh yeah, what did he say? I mean, trash. He he said maybe some prison food. I forget I what he said. I don't know. But anyway, he didn't he didn't appreciate me saying that it was good. And I thought I, everybody I know of thinks it's good food there. So I don't. Uh, he may not I, want to try Taco Bell. If he thinks El Pacifico sucks, he may really want to stay away from Taco Bell no matter what. You know? He no. may be like Rick like that. No, the guy we work with, ain't never. he's never eaten at Taco Bell. What? He told me. Uh, Where else? He's never eaten at. Uh, you can't believe that guy. It was some, there was somewhere else, some big chain that he had never eaten. He I said, don't remember. He said, he said, he's like, I don't eat those places. You don't eat fast food, you know? No, he don't like fast food. Well, I want to give a shout out to McAllister High School Baseball. They oh, left. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're going, going to state. state. Yeah. They left this evening. Rolled wow. out in the rolled out in the bus. 
and they play tomorrow. Yeah, they're letting uh, kids out of school to go watch it, which I think is kind of cool. Very cool. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah, because the Cards want to go. So they win tomorrow, and they're going to play Friday. They play Friday, then I think they play the championship on Saturday. Really? Hell yeah. Who do they play tomorrow? Who did they? Piedmont. Uh, yeah. Yeah, that's right. That's who they got Piedmont? first. Piedmont? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Where the heck is Piedmont? It's up by Tulsa, isn't it? <sighs> Man, I, don't get me to line. I think it's one of those Tulsa schools. I'd have to look it up, to be honest with you. But, you know, the, the head coach is Coach, coach Mullins. And uh, he's also, you know, our baseball coach for been our boys. Been on the podcast before. We've been had on the podcast, yeah. yep. Oh, yeah? Yeah. So I got to see him last night. He hadn't got to coach any of our games so far until last night. Yeah. He's been and our boys, time. man, they've been slacking, okay? And we've been trying to jump down their throats, and they're just like, yeah, who cares, you know? But then uh, Mullen shows wait up. Wait till he gets, yeah. He did. right? He did right at the end of the first game, and we were, we were getting beat by Stigler. And uh, we just had that. You know, I just, I don't know. But anyways, dude, he, he said, jerking him, not in that ass. I told him, I was like, listen, what you're seeing right now is not even a taste of what they've been doing. I, I'm not going to sugarcoat it, you know? And then after the game, we're and there, you know, there's some other, there's another McAllister team up there. Um, uh, Busby, I think he, he's, uh, he coaches officer Busby. Yeah. Officer really? Busby. So he's got a, a, Jeremy. Is that his first name? Yeah. Okay. Well, he's got a squad. And so they were all coming over there and talking to Coach Mullins, you know, and we were all hanging out talking. And, you know, Mull- and we're talking about our boys, you know, Mullins is putting it on him, you know. And he's like, ah, it's on me. You know, I've, I've been, you know, haven't been able to because every time we've got a game, they've got a game. <clears throat> High school, you know. And uh, I was like, no, 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 you're just being too nice. You know, don't I, – and I, I get it. He's feeling a little guilty, you know, because – He's a humble guy like that, though. Yeah, you know and mean? he's like, hey, it's it's on me. Now, of course, when we go after the game, he talks to him. He's like, listen, you, you guys got to straighten up, you know, and he's doing, he, you know, he's giving them the whole. Coaching them. Coaching them. But, you know, he's he's taking blame for it, you know, in, in the public. I'm like, no, don't do that because it's not your fault. Mm. It's their fault because they're, you know, we were just not playing baseball like we can do easily, you know. But mm-hmm. anyway, so shout out to him. Yeah, he's definitely – well, you can tell. This is his first year coaching high school this year. I mean, this is his first year. Um, I mean, it ain't his first year coaching by no stretch of the imagination. But, he's uh, having some success, and, you know, that's always a good indicator right there. Yep, I agree. That's kind of what I was trying to get at, but you you always say stuff better than I do. Sorry, I didn't mean to. No, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't mean to uh, upstage you. I've just, just got 5,000 words going in my mind at all times, and it's hard for me to get them out. Well, I was lucky, and I was just sitting there formulating it while you were saying it. So I, I appreciate that. That's why we have this podcast. Well, and vice versa. But anyway, yeah, thank you, Donnie Short. You're yes. Welcome. Appreciate it. This, this podcast is going to be available everywhere. Everywhere yeah. you listen to podcasts, it's going to be available on Apple, Google, Spotify. You can actually watch it on Spotify now. You can actually watch it on Spotify, and you can watch it on YouTube. Yeah, Spotify's got video now. I mean, yeah, they're big in the podcast game, dude. They're. Are we going to call it Buddy? Or are we going to call it Fish? What are we going to? I have it written down. We're going to call it Don. I want. I <laughs> honestly, I wanted to call it uh, Donnie Short. Life after meth. He said it earlier, and I thought it just was perfect. Well, we can do that. Hmm. But we don't have to. Well, in the description though, we got to call him Fish. You know, because we yeah. always have to write a description. We got to say, 
Mm-hmm. We had we had Donnie in quotations fish short yeah. this week. Right. Visited yeah. the, visited the Jack Shack. The Jack. No. Yeah. Yeah. We've. <laughs> Invented, the jack I invented the jack check. With, with Donnie <laughs> Fish Short. Yeah. <laughs> no, he said no. <laughs> Hell yeah. Well, this, right. this episode is brought to you by Black Line Insurance Group. Thank God for Black Line Insurance Group. Yeah. So I got my insurance. Give through. me a call or send me an email, text message, however you want to do it for anything you need insurance. Oh, God. You're getting a headache, too. Or no. you've had one. Mm-mm. Really no, that, fa- that fan's dry my eyes. Oh, okay. okay. Mm. All right. Well, thank you again, Donnie. Appreciate Thanks again. Your time. Right on. I feel like we probably it. need to have him on again. We can do it. I don't feel like we've scratched the surface. If we can get him to do oh, it, yeah. you never know about him, you know. I thought he was going to try to back plumb out on this. Well, as long I almost backed out this evening. Really? Yeah. How come? Because I thought y'all was trying to do some shady shit. <laughs> He's like, well, why are we changing up? I feel like if we no. don't touch your butt before you walk out the door, <laughs> there's, a good, there's, a good, there's a good chance you'll come back yeah, on. I want an attaboy. <laughs> <laughs> hey, they told me in prison if you quit 30 days before you discharge, it's just a hustle. <laughs> okay. Yes. That is so messed up, Nothing man. carries on. That's so messed up. Just a hustle. Man's got to have money. No, right? you know what they say about them bridge builders, you know. 20 bucks, 20 bucks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>